This is Jonah Hill, and you're listening to the only podcast that matters. Before we get into our interview with Jack Wagner, Lawrence, hit him with that good ad read. As always, the only podcast that matters is brought to you by Seasons, a members-only rental service for designer menswear. James uses it. Larry uses it. We fucking love it. It makes us feel like conscientious John's enthusiasts who can sleep at night. And right now, you can fucking see everything that James and I have ever rented, that we've ever worn, that we've ever flicked up in right now with the Throwing Fits collection on Seasons. And do not forget to use our promo code Throwing fits no spaces all lowercase at checkout for a 25 percent discount on your first order james how do i spell throwing fits uh hold on let me uh, t-h-r-o-w-i-n-g-f-i-t-s well done i believe that is correct but i can't say for sure because i'm an idiot that's promo code throwing fits at checkout for 25 percent off your first order seasons a better way to rent bitch Throw gang, we are joined by the Viking of virality, the Don Dada of the deep dive. Hey, bartender, Jack, the Prince of Podcast. Yo, DJ, drop that ride of the Valkyries because my man's going swagner. He puts the pay in Patreon, the <laughs> underground gorp god. You know why BS got that IBS? Because it stays shitting on the haters. The West Point Pasha, future recipient of the Purple Heart, artist, internet savant, and co-host of Yeah But Still, Jack Wagner. Oh, Jack. my God. I've never. Who are you? You do that for every guest, and I just yes. don't know. Oh wow! I, hate I mean, it. no, I love it. That was incredible. Yeah. I'm done it's here, the- so I'm going to cut my mic, and Warren's going to take over now. Yeah, we start. We start like as high as possible. Um, terrifying highs, and then we're just going to hit the. That was the, incredible. The dizzying lows. Yeah. <laughs> is there That's a theme a- song being played? Like, is there actually a cue? No. Okay, so we're just talking now. Yeah, we're the theme song. I love it. Get- that was huge. Thanks. Yeah, we we do. There's going to be a little teenage dirtbag, and then we're just going to hit that right there. And that's everything. Hell yeah. <laughs> the next thing we want to do, Jack, um, is a fit check where you're going to walk us and the audience at home through the totality of your outfit. Oh, boy. Sir, I'm not prepared <laughs> choice, for that. The, the choice for you, though, is you can start top down, spectacles down, or you can start bottom up. Oh, my God. Oh, sh- I, dude, I've, I had a feeling. I had some. Um, well, Spider look, sense. I'm going to. I'm gonna, I'm going to just set myself up uh, like I'm not wearing shoes. Okay. I'm wearing like bare feet. But I, part of me was like, you know, we talked a lot about polo before uh, when you Mm -hmm. guys came on our podcast. I'm like, I do have these polo slippers that I was like, you know, they're not going to be seeing my slippers, but I feel like I need to get in the polo mindset before I come (laughs) onto this. Yeah. Just get my feet right. Right. The young dro mindset. Yeah. But I didn't, I didn't do that. Oh, that's kind of a bummer because you strike me as such a James and I have said this before uh, behind your back, how kind and thoughtful of an interviewer you are. So we're really excited. Like it was what talk about a career highlight to be on. Yeah. But still, so the fact that we can even just have you on our show, I mean, we, so I would have thought that you would have warned them is what I'm trying to say. I mean, so I do. My feet are cold right now, but okay. So you're raw dog. Granted, you're raw dog I, and the dogs. Mind you, yeah. you guys are fashionable folks. I told you, Thank you that I'm not a fit person, but um, right. you know, I'm not a fashion Fitzman. boy, but I'll, I'll say this. <laughs> Fitzman. Like I'm wearing dirty clothes. <laughs> okay. How oh, dirty? Brother. 
Uh, like, this hoodie is like, like nasty, like quite talking. dirty. Quite talking. is quite dirty. So are here, behind, are we behind you know, the I'm, yet? I'm getting. Uh, I don't know what's your audience like. Am I going to be judged hard? Are the how no fitted? So, are, so, so we're going to get in. Kind we're going to get in. But, we're going to get into that about what they think about you, but like, just so, okay. okay so no, 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 <laughs> nothing on the feet. That's totally no, socks. no. Okay. I'll, I'll, I mean, I'll show you right here. I'll say this. I, I, I snitched on myself for no reason. Cause you guys can't smell this. This smells like a bonfire. <laughs> I did work with a fire, a bonfire of sorts. I was cooking, I was cooking pizzas over a wood, wood fire situation oh, nice. recently. Okay. So I'm, I'm reeking of a camp right now. But, uh, but, but, but said, it's, oh, it's a it's a bad smell. It doesn't smell good and like uh oh that's cool. This is a this is a bootleg uh sweatshirt from the band Grave. You could see very it. cool. Very what kind of it, let me guess, are they a hardcore band? They're a metal band. They're a metal but, band, okay. Damn. I mean, this was a part of um I was buying like a ton of like weird bootleg metal shirts, you know. And um, is that is that your genre of choice when it comes to I do merch? I mean I listen to metal but like I I really like bootleg shirts um yeah. and like they don't not necessarily like have to be bad bootlegs I mean a lot of the stuff it's like like punk and metal bootlegs it's just because like the band's not making merch anymore exactly sure. or is a band yeah. that exists for like a couple of years and they're all like you right. know completely defunct the streets are just filling a need that's all yeah you know? like they wouldn't do they're not it's doing the free it market the bands yeah, exactly. it's market it's also I I do like that because it's like you can't just like Google to like a real bootleg shirt, like an illegal one. Like you can't just right. like Google the it. Good so shit. Have to, the good shit. Yeah. That's not been stepped on for sure. So, about the hunt. Yeah. <laughs> it's fun to browse. I have some eBay stuff coming for me. Um, hey, so are you wearing socks? We just completely were jumping all. You're going, you're going all bro, over the place. So the sanctity of the, I got the check Hanes, is on the line here. Yeah. Hanes socks. I got the Hanes dry. Oh, I took, took the sock temp. off. Hanes wow. dry X temp. Well, That's you, beautiful. You know, Thank you for holding that up for us. You guys aren't going to see my feet. I'm sorry. You have to pay for that behind the right, paywall sure. feet. Yeah. Um, and then I'm actually wearing Cole's pants, dude. Let's uh, Cole's. What, what kind of pa- jeans? Cole's jeans. Cole's, Cole's, Doc- Cole's Dockers work pants. Believe it or not. Wow. Is that like um, a dicky. It's like a dicky, but they're stretchy. So nice. I'm not kidding. Like I live weirdly close to a, a Cole's. And um, right. I've I haven't been there since I was a kid, and my mom would like drag me out. Fucking hate it for like for like back to school shopping or whatever. Absolutely, like and yeah. get the most trash. You know what they I say, mean, Jack? Like, everyone wants to long. wear everyone wants to wear Coles until it's time to do Coles shit. Exactly, <laughs> dude. Yeah. Like what? Like not have sex? Yes. <laughs> like uh, be, a, be a be a substitute teacher. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, but I mean. The fact so have, that so who knows so, what damage was done to my life by Coles right. and like. What what brands do they sell like there? Arizona, is that yeah, one of them? Arizona, well, and brand? this is what we're talking about with Ch- Chaps Ralph Lauren, like the for Ch- Ralph Lauren for poor people, basically. So you know, not the class shame, but I'll like, say this: like I, I definitely had a different outlook on Coles when I went in there as a, a grown man. Um, <laughs> What's your new outlook? Please regale us. Highly advise everybody going in there. First of all, <laughs> it um, slaps. <laughs> it's like a mix. They have like really good sales. I'll say that. Um, <laughs> And it's, if anything, it's amusing because it's a lot of the predictable stuff. Like you're seeing the Adidas, like Adidas stuff that it's like not clear when it was made. 
just kind of like the things that like it's always been the same for just years. generic Slavic right. and not core. Yeah, but like not even the generic cool 1996 Slav shit. You're getting like the bad Adidas. You're getting like the bad Nike. Like still three stripes though. They're still they at least have stripes. But like this is not cool. You know what I'm talking. It's like the type of dad wears when he mows right. the lawn. Yeah, it's 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 how you used to be able to you can used to before Air Monarchs were like a cool shoe that like Brandon Wardell would talk about wearing on a fashion podcast. You could buy to get that shoe. You had to go to like specific vendors. You can't just like go to like, you know, I don't even know if you could get that or <laughs> Foot Locker. Yeah. Foot Locker. You had to like, you know, go to Kohl's or whatever. So I get that. It's like um, it's like, you know, a certain tier. Yeah. If tier zero is the best Nike tier. We're at like tier three. I think it's like Defcon, the reverse of that. So. Um, so there's that, there's that, there's, um, like you're walking around, you're seeing that you're like, okay, that makes sense. Um, then you go into like the, the young, like the men's clothes or the men's, then there's the young men's, right? I thought thought you were going to say young drill for a second. Yeah. Young drill section. I'd say like all of that stuff. Yeah. (laughs) None of that stuff's like really useful. Uh, I mean, you could kind of get like. Wait, were you shopping in the young men's section? Is that what you're saying? Or well, you're just like know, perusing? Do you know what I mean by the the difference? Like, like men's would be like dad stuff. Like right. for men. Young men is like teens. Young men is like a V-neck. Like okay. in those stores, it's like, oh yeah, it's a V-neck and a shirt with like the Dr. Pepper logo on it or whatever. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, like, sure. oh, it's a Rolling Stone shirt. Yeah. Whatever but, um, shirt is too corny for Spencer's gifts, they have that. Yeah, that, but like that stuff's kind of what you would expect but then you could get wild card items is just like absolutely baffling like okay you'll just see a single milwaukee bucks jersey <laughs> that's like 5xl <laughs> right. and you go in there and you start seeing some of the shit you're like why do they sell a single milwaukee bucks jersey this is the only jersey sold in the store <laughs> there's no other jerseys it's like, like 92 a couple yeah. things like that. And <laughs> yeah, I thought it was Chris like Middleton triple XL just chilling. <laughs> I know. I thought it was a weird Colesism, but then I realized that <laughs> I think they take, you can return stuff from Amazon there now, like Amazon what? prime. Just yeah. Like, it's it, like, it's just a giant receptacle for shit from Amazon. They have like some kind of partnership and then you could pick up stuff from Coles too. I haven't utilized it yet, but I think as a result, there's just like, there's occasionally just absolute fucking wild card items but right it's also okay. it's also a uh, depository for like um some brands that just instead of if you know they put it on like final sale and then when it doesn't move they just give it to kohl's and then yeah. kohl's has it which is why sometimes you have like hypies find these like incredibly rare sneakers at like a oh, kohl's. like marshall oh, okay. yeah. oh i yeah. believe it dude um so you landed on the workwear pants though the stretchy workwear pants yeah Yes, I'll show you them. Actually, they're pretty good. Um, yeah, what are the? I would love to know the details that make them so special and work wary. Like, is there a hammer loop? I mean, I, these aren't wireless. So I'm gonna back away. I'm not gonna be able to hear okay. you. For a yeah, second, yeah. But, Do a little twirl for us. You know, yeah. This is hard. Oh, he's taking the pants yeah, off. Yeah, yeah. He's he's okay, okay. Oh my god, his dick's out. Oh my god, Jack's dick's out in Zoom. Okay, it's huge. <laughs> Jack's There's no ass though. Oh my god, they're slim fit work pants too. I, I was gonna say that's like a pretty fucking crispy trim fit on those. I was expecting something. Don't let, much Gen, Z, right? don't let Gen Z see that though. They'll so, cancel you. So they're. <laughs> I do like these. They're slim fit, stretch work pants. You can which is kind of hard. Limber. I think they sell those uh, for women in Dickies. Okay. But not for men, as far as I the know. Stretch I could specifically. Be wrong. Like we're talking both, about the stretch. Both okay. slim fit and stretch. And if they mm. are, they're just expensive. But right. I bought these because so, they actually like look kind of cool for right. being like $30, right? <laughs> there you go. Impulse Can't go buy. wrong. 
but I do a lot of projects now. So I've fucking trashed like I've gone through them. You need, you need the stretch so that you can like be limber and move around. And the, and also you're like, these are going to get destroyed. So you're trying to not break what, like a $50 pant to do, you know, do activities in. They're comfortable like too. That. Like Dickies, like the real deal Dickies, uh, bro. It's like we're in sandpaper, you know, <laughs> you do got to break them in like super starched. You have to break yeah. them hard. Yeah, this is why though. this is why when we on this show we absolutely steal all of our fucking blue collar valor. You want to get fucking used and abused dickies and used and abused car hardens. Someone else did the work to break Bro, in the I'm shit. I'm doing for the you. work. I'm I'm out oh. there doing woodworking in my garage. <laughs> stolen valor, the, the the work where stolen valor, valor that's a Larry thing completely. Um Oh please, bro. He, he buys his things pre-broken in and pre-stressed. You should see you should see uh my other pairs of uh doctors sell these. Pants. You should oh, yeah. sell them for a 200% markup, 200X markup to Larry. You could flip them on Dude, grill to that, like the yeah. real heads. Yeah. The, the, the kids that, that, uh, you know, they're, they're getting their parents fired from Nike. They're not necessarily yeah. out doing yard work. Themselves, what should you know I, what like if I was going to break these in, maybe I should buy, cause I'm actually doing stuff now. Like a quarantine has me building things. You're building so. a yeah, studio, bro, right? What do you tell building us? Building out desks, do the I'm stuff. building desks, uh, for the podcast room. But like from scratch. So, so that right. sandblaster that I saw you fucking smoothing down the edges, take that to your gams as well. Yeah. Right. Or just, I mean, I'm literally trashing clothes out there. So I'm thinking like maybe I need to actually get the real deal dickies so that I could, once I'm done with these, I sell them to the kids. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, the kids like broken in. Yeah, for real. That might be a whole new revenue stream for you. If they, right, I so recommend the man. new shit. Whatever. Moving on up. Um, we did yeah. a sweatshirt already. What's under the sweatshirt? Um, let's see. See, I don't think about this stuff. Oh, it's a judge. That's it's a hardcore band. Judge. Nice. Is that your... your wardrobe is just ba- is like <laughs> I have a lot of bands. I mean, I grew up uh like really into music and mm. not having like the resources or money to buy the cool merch I wanted. So I think that's like I like I've been more into buying. I mean, I guess I bought this at a judge show, so this is not one of those things. But like the bootlegs, I'm like. Now that I have some money up, I feel You're making up for lost time. This is like, yeah, the like, kid who's like, like, I didn't, my parents didn't buy me Jordan. So now I, I buy them as an adult. This, yeah, is, that's what, my this is you with hardcore merch. Yeah. Yeah. Got it. Um, but I'm, but people, they're serious collectors of like hardcore metal stuff. Cause like oh, real, sure. the real deal metal shit, like non bootlegs that sells for hundreds thousand, you know, if not even up. more like, like OG minor threat, vintage tees, like oh, absolutely thousand dollars. If it's a band that like Bella Thorne knows who it is. <laughs> sure. Exactly. I think even like the the fakes sell even more. Like like occasionally I'll see like Macy's or Barney's or something will make like some fake punk jacket that it'll be like twelve thousand dollars. Oh sure, absolutely. I mean that's speaking of stolen. Oh bro, that's, dude. Well, that's 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 ca- fashion with the capital F. Across Does that bother you when when something from something from like an actual cultural uh, source becomes like just fodder for fashion with oh, capital H? For sure. I I don't even remember this who this was. So I, I think I could tell this anecdote without putting anybody on blast. Put them on blast. We're um, on paywall. But uh, <laughs> so like I sweat a lot and like I'm a little, you're a hard worker. I'm a rascal. Like I'm you're a white you know, little my boy. shirts. I, I'll ruin my shit. Like you're a gutter snipe. Yeah. <laughs> so um, a lot of like cool band merch I've had just gets trashed. Like, you know, like it's just awful. Like to the point where it's like, like unwearable for me, which is pretty bad. Like I, I wear it to the ground. Um, but some of it's like still cool. Like I want to hang on to it, but it's like, at a certain point I want to get 
rid of it and I'll do like a big yeah toss or whatever. But there was some you donate. You're like you donate this shit. Some, but they like, would probably throw it out. But like I remember one time I was like, <laughs> I forget how I did this. This was before close friends or whatever. But I I did some type of post where I was like, yo, like I have all these like old punk shirts, but I'm like gonna give away, but like not just like like if you want them, you could have them, but like explain why and just know that they're gross. You have to and, like, prove you have to prove you're worthy of the kind of like of if you have like thing. or just like I'm not sure what to do with them, but somebody hit me up, they're like, yo, like I want I really want these. I want to use them, like make things out of them or whatever, like fix them, repurpose. I'm like, oh cool, that's awesome. Like, cause like literally one of them had like blood all over it like <laughs> i like blood broke like when yeah. i like broke my um shoulder one time falling off a moped and like went to the hospital in this shirt and um <laughs> young dropehead yeah i'm trying to remember what shirt it was but um was your was your moped moped a, a jet ski was it one of those sea do scooters that, did you see that on tiktok <laughs> no <laughs> jet ski no anyway um okay so so somebody bought the stuff um yeah so anyway and she showed up i was thinking like dude this is cool like if somebody like has nastier taste than me or could repurpose it like this is awesome and she shows up and like (laughs) after i hand her all my cool shirts like really distressed punk shirts and like some like weird og finds like she's like oh yeah like i She's like, show, start showing me what she does. And like, she makes those like Macy's style jackets with like, no, like poser, like Damn, punk bro. jackets you, for like rich people. And I'm like, <laughs> you can trim them back. Yeah. I was like, so what uh, did he run you over with my moped? Yeah. Uh, oh, that's cool. Like, uh, Damn, bro. I was like, all right, have fun. I was bro, like, you were, you were literally a fashion victim. Yeah. I know a literal victim. I was taking advantage wow. of. But, I can't believe you didn't stand up for it. Cause that's your personal, that's your history, dude. Well, that's I can't culture. just like take it back. And she was nice. Like, so I, I mean, granted I was going to throw these away. Otherwise should have vetted her hard like, up front. I feel like, you <laughs> so know. I would have taken them from her and then thrown them in the trash can. But, and that would have been, and guess what? That would have been punk rock as fuck, dude. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was a little brutal. Cause like she was definitely making the type of stuff you've probably seen it where it's like, John Varvados level shit. Yeah. But like, so she mo- takes, she cuts out the shirt and makes it like the patch on the back like a of the, back patch, of the denim jacket, but which is fine. But then like these jackets are also like, you know, have like dumb, like studs, studs and threads going places and like other patches that don't make sense with the band where it's just like the Rolling Stones tongue and like, <laughs> like a peace yeah, sign yeah. or some stupid shit. Great. Um, 311. Yeah. Like yeah. the anarchy symbol or whatever. And, um, yeah. Yeah. Just like bad. And you I got was finessed, like, right. dog, you got fucking finessed. Yeah. But she was, poser. Yo, there's scammers everywhere. She yeah. was legitimately, psyched though like i'm not sure if this business was really like gotten yeah. off the ground <laughs> like, sure. i don't know if they're going to be sold but we don't expect you to put her on blast don't don't put this poor woman on blast but like we wouldn't know who the fuck it is like, no, it's and that woman nobody. was mary kate olsen of right the row. yeah yeah and that's how the row started kids no like i literally um, don't even remember who it is what about the the spectacles oh yeah what's your you have a signature frame i feel like these are actually these are nice ones i believe but i don't garrett late Garrett Light. Light. Damn, those yeah. are oh, you those know, nice. His yeah. dad is Oliver Peoples, bro. Oh, okay. That makes yeah. sense. 
I just no, um, I feel like though I feel like Garrett Light, uh, while they do make great sunglasses, he people tried to cancel him because he definitely had some fucking coronavirus related um thoughts and takes that I think people did not appreciate. Oh, I can't boy. remember them exactly. See, I don't even but, know. I just yeah. went to like But he's a guy, he's like a LA sunglass prince of sunglasses or sunman. That is yeah. I grew up in a very frugal home, like lens crafters nonstop. Mm. I mean the last couple of years I've just having, I've been having to unlearn like Aldi lifestyle, basically just, <laughs> you guys are familiar with Aldi, the grocery no, store. No. no, please tell us. You don't know West Aldi? Coast thing. Yeah. Is that a regional thing? No, it might be regional. I didn't think so. Aldi. How do you spell that? A L D I. So what wow. is the Aldi lifestyle? Oh my God, yeah. bro. <laughs> All right. So bro. Aldi is um a store it's a grocery store oh I, i'm speechless right now and i there's definitely people listening where, where right now that where are you from where are you from Chicago. okay so midwest. this is definitely a midwest thing they have them here they have them progress really what do you mean here in la in la yeah they're all over we're, we're, in, we're in new york bro we're in brooklyn so i'm gonna, when you say I'm gonna look here. this up while explaining it but aldi they they sell cheap groceries um but it's it's knockoffs but it's like their own knockoff. Um, this is a German company originally. Um, and supposedly, I don't know if this is true or not. Like, there's no way to prove it. But like, supposedly, like, they make deals with like Cheetos or like the Frito company. And they're like, hey, like, make us a chip or whatever. And just like, name it some bullshit. So instead of Cheetos, <laughs> it'll be just called Chester or something like that. Or Chester's. actually at Aldi, it's often called Clancy's. <coughs> Clancy is like their, their fake their in-house. Chip, in-house chip brand. And, the coals um, of food. And wait, and they do this so that they, you don't pay the markup for like a, a brand for name a brand. product. Yeah, not only that, but they only have like two or three people working in the store at all times. Uh, <laughs> it's a big feature. It's really efficient. Their cashiers sit down. That's uh, nice. Oh, that's respect. good. That's cool. You have very to, European. Very European. Yeah. Huge thing yeah. is that you have to put a quarter to release your shopping cart. And that's to get, common. To get your quarter back, you have, you have to, to return, return the cart and then press this little thing to chain it up to the other cart so that they also can't get stolen. Wait, that's, that's not an Aldi, Aldi thing. That's, that's fairly common. I feel like where else is that? I've seen that in like Long Island and like upstate New York. Okay. I mean, they might've bit Aldi. Um, <laughs> Swagger Jack so, and Aldi shit. Wait, so is the lifestyle in a nutshell then like all like off brand kind of cutting corners, everything? It's just like, yeah, all these like very cheap. Um, so I think I was talking about like lens crafters Right. You know, I grew up just like wearing like, I mean, we weren't struggling. Like, like they're just, my parents were like frugal from the people can cheap. You know, my parents were cheap as shit too. I get it. Yeah. So just like, I just, you know, you grew up, you don't realize that you could buy like the nice version of things if you wanted. Right. Like I just, I I didn't even know, like I thought lens crafters was just like where you buy glasses and then the glasses store. Yeah. And then like a couple of years later, I realized like, Oh, that's, I think that's maybe like the shitty glasses and I could (laughs) go like get nice ones if I wanted. Garrett Garrett lights are nice. Um, I, my, my pair of glasses are Garrett light, uh, because he did a collaborate collaboration with Mark McNary designer that Lawrence and I were working with. And I stole them from the showroom, um, and got them, got the lenses, but I've had those since like 2012, because sometimes when you do like have the nicer thing, especially for something like sun or glasses or sunglasses that you would normally just fucking sit on and be like, Oh, whatever. I'll just get another pair. When you actually have like a pair that you like fuck with and, and spent money on or stole and you know, it's worth money. Uh, you like make sure not to lose them. And I've held on to mine for like 10 years now. I should probably get the lenses updated. To be I honest. did get these ruined. Um, 
Actually, no, the frames are nice. The lenses are the expensive part, though. Well, even the even frames can get pricey. I mean, now there's all we were just talking about this yeah. last week on the pod, but there's all these like off brand places where you can get like name brand shit, but cheaper than going to Garrett Light or Cutler and Gross or whatever. But yeah, the yeah. lenses are what you're paying for, for sure. Jack, um, you mentioned I'm that looking, everything you're wearing is really nasty. I want to ask. I want to finish off the fit oh, yeah. check and hope that this last item isn't that nasty. What are the panties, my friend? Oh, standard like Hanes or something. I, I'm not. Bro, I'm wearing like Target underwear for sure. Nice. Boxer briefs. Boxers. Boxers. No, I'm not like boxer briefs. Yes. Nice. Okay. I didn't know you guys went that deep. By the way. Oh no, we go. Fit, I mean, that's as deep as boxers. Yeah. Yeah. And we're not, no, we're, not that, ask, we're not sexist. We ask all our guests that, okay? It's not yeah. just because you're a guy. <laughs> no, no, I will Yo, say that. Like, What kind of panties are you wearing? Yeah. Yo, what's up? <laughs> Yo, little lady. Um, but I will say when you're when we think about fits, it is everything that you're wearing, including the sock and the underwear. Uh, but that is not something that we probably would be like talking about if it wasn't like part of the segment itself. Like, I don't ask my boy when I'm like, oh, fire fit. I don't ask him like what underwear he's wearing, you know? OK, fair enough. Why don't we maybe, normalize maybe, maybe that? We yeah, maybe we should normalize that. Yeah. Normalize if, if you're listening at home at, right now, pause the show and just text your boy. Be like, yo, what panties are you wearing right now? <laughs> just checking in. Uh, I do want to just issue a correction. Please. Because um, I feel like there are Aldi listeners hearing this. There are 105 locations in New York. Um, what? Yeah. Fuck, dude. And a Where good amount City? on the East Coast. That being said, you guys could be snitching on yourself these... Ah, no, no. I think they're like... They're all over the place. I was going to say, like, maybe they wouldn't Why be in an area where, you know, it's full of rich we people. Like, they wouldn't be in the Hamptons. Like, I don't... <laughs> Right. You know, there's not an Aldi in Montauk, yeah. but there might be like, I don't, or it actually might be in Montauk to be honest. <laughs> I don't know. It, it, like, okay. On the East coast, I've never, I have never heard of this in my on entire the East coast. So, we have it's IGA and key food and C town. And the last, the uh, last, the latter two mainly being in like the five boroughs. I forgot to um say a really important thing, but um Aldi is a, um, is in the same family as Trader Joe's. In fact, Trader Joe's is a subsidiary of Aldi. Really? Damn. How deep and does this it go? It follows a wow. similar Aldi model where the Trader Aldi Joe's, mindset. Yeah. Like Trader <laughs> Joe's style. If you think about yeah. this, like Trader Joe's, all that food is probably made by other companies. And like the cheese, like Trader Joe's right. probably isn't making blocks of cheese in a Trader Joe's factory. You know, some cheese <laughs> right. company. And they're yeah, buying they, things too. What about their cereal? So you're telling me they're not making their all their cereals? Yeah. So like maybe they're getting it made from Post or something like that. But what's their shit? It's that like a nicer loves? version, nicer branding. Aldi is right. like the worst version of that. Where it's so Trader Joe's is like the high end generic. Have other people make your shit, and then Aldi is the uh, op, the other end of the spectrum. Trader Joe's just uh, slaps on a racist name at the end. You know, like Shanghai Joe's pot stickers. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> That's how you know um, it's good, man. <laughs> all right. Uh, that is a 26-minute fit check. Wow. Um, yeah, but and it was an Aldi check, too, and a privilege yeah, check. Yeah, and definitely an Aldi check. check. It was a whole full lifestyle check, but uh, yeah. I do want to get into the meat and potatoes of this podcast. So, Jack, like... It could be bought you, at you, Aldi. Yeah. <laughs> I do not recommend it. I would, yeah. Potatoes Fester are fine, potatoes. not the meat. Yeah. You don't want to get your get your Aldi chicken on. Um, so, like you preface this whole podcast, you know, up top before and on text with you, you're like, "Yo, I know nothing about fits." The thing though is that when we were on, yeah, but still, uh, what like a week or two ago, there were a few comments in the throwing fits Discord that they're like, "Yo, Jack Lowkey gets fits off." Like, does this 
And and I have to imagine this isn't the first time that you're hearing this. Does this genuinely shock you or do you kind of know that even if it's not like a priority or something you put thought or effort into or time or money, do you kind of sometimes know that you get fits off? Um, I, yeah, I mean, like, I think I'd like to think that I have cool clothing items, but like, I think there's a difference between uh, have like in the last picture on our podcast Mm -hmm. there's always like a dynamic with me and brandon's like brandon pulls up in like whatever designer shirt he has bought you know i'm saying Mm -hmm. and like right shoes and and then like i'll just be wearing just kind of like the dumb shit i buy and people tend to like one or the other but like dj screw shorts that i have were really popular this week those are sick do you you take that granted they are 20 dollars shorts or something like that when you take that photo, and th- I think it was the one we're talking about was Brace from True Anon, right? Yeah. Who also had a fucking massive he fit on. He had a good, good outfit. Uh, he has great personal style. And also shout out Young Chomsky, another fucking fire uh, individual in terms of personal style. Um, but when you're taking that pick in, in your mind, are you like, this is low key a fit pick, even though like you're promoting a guest and like, cause it is full body every time and you guys are stanced up and we can see every element of the fit. So is that a fit pick? Is it not? Oh, it's a fit pick. Like we, I think we even call them that for me though. Like, I mean, dude, Brandon like is a fit boy. So it's always, he comes knowing that like he's showing up I'm to take fitting. that picture. But your mindset is, is what? Like just, this is what I'm comfortable in today. Or are you like, I I'm like, well, I, we record it at my home. So in person. So a lot of times I'm just like, depending on how busy I am, I'm just wearing whatever is was worn, but um, I, think- to, I to, yeah, to circle back to your question, I guess like I no, that makes me feel good. I'm I'm glad about that, but at the same time, like I think there's a difference between like looking kind of cool and like having like whatever Brandon, whatever you call that. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> what do yeah, you th- call there's, that? There's there's the cohesion of the fit, right? Which uh, can be enjoyed whether or not um, you're a fan of it. You can be like, okay, well, this is a fit, and then I think what separates you is that you have varying interests and those interests are interesting and you put those interests literally on your chest. Right. And so people yeah. are like, Oh, he fucks with a cool brand, a cool band, or he knows this like, you know, a uh, style of bootleg or whatever. And Jack You're is signaling like, your taste out level. There. Yeah. Yeah. I think I, like, yeah, I, I try not to dress like a huge dork. Um, <laughs> even though I certainly do often, like I really push the limits of like how Tom I'm willing, like, cause I also could not care, you know, right. like we were just on some trip up North where nobody knew who I was. And I was like, bro, I was really looking like German tourist by the end, like <laughs> straight up bat. Like, wait, so are you implying that in your day to day, like you get recognized? So you want to like not be a bozo on the street? Oh no, I didn't mean it like that. But like I meant it in the sense of like, I Nobody I'm not, knows. I'm not you. working. Like, no like family, I'm not yeah. working. My neighbors aren't seeing me. My friends aren't sure. seeing me. Like, <laughs> don't have I'm to look like, respectable. The shackles of society are completely gone, so you can I wear can, a fanny pack. I can finally pack. put yeah. on my Lederhosen. I think yeah. actually, what it was was that like I, I probably did look respectable, but I was wearing like layers of Patagonia, like, but not in a cool way. Like, oh, like I was well, wearing I like, the, like just the doing guy like zip up, and then like. The corpo Gorpo? hiking hike. Yeah. Like hike hiking pants, like Gorp. That's like the hiking stuff. Right. So yeah. call yes. It. Yes. But there's like a cool way to do it. I was doing it. Like if you imagine like my clothes are getting dirty, I'm wearing only the stuff and I'm looking more and more like a 60 year old. It was German all function, tourist. no form. Absolutely. I mean, 
Got it. Jack, though, so so I think I believe you're referencing this like tour of national parks that you went on this past summer. Um, and I called you in the in the greatest introduction of all time, which only get better week to week, by the way. The underground gorp god. Um, I mean, you might think that it's dorky, but I think that what's what's refreshing to me is that you're dressing in gorp and actually doing gorp, right? It wasn't some poser shit. So like yeah. Do you think that you would you venture that you do get gorp fits off from time to time? I'm working on it. Like I think I'm we're getting me and my girlfriend have been doing more during COVID. So I'm like a quiet I'm acquiring these things for practical reasons. Right, right. But I've been getting some cool things. Like I think I told you on pod I got a $10 Patagonia jacket. Like the it's sought after. It's like the what's the ones with like the kind of like a ball texture, you know? It's like Sherpa. Oh, pile, deep pile. The deep pile? Yeah. It's like one of those. It's a fleece. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Why don't you have any? I have a deep pile retro X. I don't know exactly the model that Jack's talking about. Well, so then, so you're acquiring these things piece by piece and like, whether it's leaning on form or function, like you have this stuff, which is like half the battle, but what do you think of Gorp becoming like an actual fashion trend for people that don't see national parks and don't hike? Is that like weird to you? Or is that just like another victim? No, I think it makes perfect sense. I mean, like I, I do, I'm interested in fashion. I think like fashion, um, you know, it always is like goes in reverse class order. It starts um, with like often working class trends being picked up and like a trickle up. Yeah, yeah. it's a trickle up trend. This is triple um, up. This is trickle up dripponomics. Yeah, triple up dripponomics or yes. the complete opposite. I mean, it's always, I basically think it's always the poor people that are starting it that are like mined for inspiration. Exactly. Or, or yes, or, um, it's like the poorest people appropriating like waspy culture. We see that with like the polo. I mean, like sure. all of that came from like shoplifting, like New York teens, you know, I'm right. sure you guys are familiar mm-hmm. with that. Um, Below head. Like, it, always start, it always starts with the drug dealers. It always starts with mm-hmm. the drug dealers and, and the, the corner boys. And then it goes to the rappers and then it goes to the athletes. And then it goes to the fucking, you know, sub- suburban kids. The yeah. Washed masses. And I, th- I, so anyway, I think like the outdoors thing, um, that doesn't surprise me at all. It's, it's not even like the first time that's happened. I, what comes to mind for me is like, like Oasis, you know, mm. like Oasis really brought back. Um, and I'm sorry, I'm like really bad at remembering terms, but um, it's okay. I mean, bro, the, the parkas on the Gallagher's were out of control. Like the Stone Island. That's and like Stoney and CP company. And that's like a, that's like a hooligan, right? F- uh, football culture type shit. They were in a lot of that, but then um, it's like, it's like a different type of gorp, but it is a technical. These are technical garments meant for real activity uh, that exists in the elements. Yeah. Sportswear. Right. And, in the most traditional sense. Yeah. And um, like anorak jackets and then, oh man, what are those? Um, But like, basically, you know, like a lot of like things that were dorky, were ended up ma- being made cool by guys like that, you know, and they yeah. also took like cool a lot people of made it cool. Yeah. A lot of like soccer clothes. They turned into like high fashion. Um, right. Yeah. You see those any trend like, uh, you know, military shit or, you know, like uh, even like college, you know, college prep, right. Is like Ivy kids, Ivy, just kids trying to make, trying to look like adults on a fucking college kids budget. Um, which is interesting, you know, an, an interesting point, like, I don't know, Jack, you're very observant. Like, what is your, what is your like honest opinion though, on maybe the subculture that throwing fits is where the fucking leaders of the Johns enthusiasts and the guys who only 
post photos of themselves and obsess over like getting, you know, a number of the right number of comments, the right number of likes, like as someone who's adjacent to that with your co-host, you know, whether or not he's a part of that still TBD, what's your honest opinion on John's enthusiasts and like the fit pick culture that we occupy? Uh, I mean, listeners, look, I'm not going to disparage your, your listeners. No, and we're not, culture. we're not trying to, we're not trying to not beat for, you into doing that at all. Me. I'm just curious. This is not okay. for me. You know, like, I don't think, I don't think this is like a worthy investment, you know, necessarily <laughs> like when you start sure. spending tons of money. I mean, if it really makes you happy, then right. like it's a worthy investment, you know, but or, it, like, or if it's being creative to some degree too, right. It's scratching sure. an itch. Sure. I, I mean, I think we all know, I, even within the community, I'm sure there are like ranks of people who are just like rich posers, you know, that's yes. like, there's no respect to it. Right. But right. I think like the art of the fit pick. <laughs> yeah. I think like a lot of, if, if you, if you don't have a lot of money and you're like blowing it all on this stuff, I think that's bad. That's like, you gotta be responsible. Yeah, for sure. But also it's like, if you could only do this because your parents have a ton of money, that's kind of whack too. You know, like, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, um, it's always weird when I'll see somebody that's like supposed to be broke and then they're wearing like just crazy, like they're just like fitted to the T it's just like, all right, like, is that a big LA thing? That feels like a, it's just like, like a, ah, you don't have a job and you're like wearing like $5,000 worth of clothes. It's like an influence. Then you just Google like blank, blank parents. And you're like, oh, okay, oh and cool. then it's got it. Yeah. That's a very LA thing. That's something I only well, we doing solved here. the case on that one. Yeah, bro. That's do you. There needs do to be you a pay name attention. Yeah. Do you pay attention to it at all? Like for, like uh, this kid that got busted. Um, his mom was a VP at Nike. Right. And he was using her credit card. I read that. Yeah, that was really funny. Like, do, do, is this a source of, and again, I'm not baiting you into anything because it is a source of entertainment for me and Lawrence. Like when you see the fucking extremes of this, are you like, is this entertainment? Is this like human psychology at it's like most extreme? Like, what is this? Um, like with that? Yeah. Or like, uh, I mean, that's just the latest well, example of some kid going like cloud chasing yeah. his family into unemployment. <laughs> Dude. I mean, that's just like just being a dumb rich kid, you know, right. like unnecessarily doing that is, you know, they're probably rich already. Oh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that was like, dude, that was a whole type of ridiculous. Right. The fact that you his mom argue, that's more of a criticism of his mom, really. Yeah. Some like, people were saying like that she clear like there's certain people that believe, and this is all speculation, that like, of course, the parents uh, she was knew and that they were like, yeah, exactly. Where it is like some type of like inside job. Right? You, like, absolutely. You think yeah. she didn't you just think your son has a <laughs> warehouse without them knowing? <laughs> Did you see those pictures? This yeah. man is like getting truckloads. Oh, we saw. And she works yeah. at Nike. He made sure we saw. His defense was like, but I sold Adidas too. Yeah. <laughs> God. I mean, yeah, it's just like, it might even be illegal. Like that type of well, price. Like, you know. Like the collusion or, yeah. I mean, that's definitely, what people uh, are saying about some, Big Sneaker, right? Yeah, some conspiracy theories floating around, you know, Jess Cuit type beat, Um, <laughs> which who knows, like... Maybe maybe we need the fucking Jack Wagner to do one of his yeah. Maybe you're the guys. only man who who could solve the case, dude. I know it is. Um, it seems like it would be up your wheelhouse. The sneaker collusion. I'm man. You know what's it's still bothering me that windbreaker name. Oh God, we got to move past that. Dude. We got a lot more pod to go. <laughs> I can't believe you guys don't know this either. You're supposed to be the well. Guys, maybe so. maybe you're not doing a good enough job describing everything about that. Let's think of type of types of raincoats. Is it a Mac? Are you talking about a Macintosh? Or are you talking about? No, Yo, you're talking about a Mac. You're talking about a fucking right. 
Well, that's a raincoat. Macintosh is like, yeah, but well, they button it up all the way to the neck. Yeah, but that's like a lot of fuck. He's talking about like a funnel neck. You talk about a funnel neck on any type of garment? Uh, I'm not sure what a funnel neck is. It's a higher like neck, though. <laughs> okay, so a funnel neck is an attribute of what you're describing. I will find this. Not. I promise you. Well, um, can you pay attention a, to the pod? Or, you know what? Here's the thing. I, I think it might just be anorak. Like I think. <laughs> Thank you. Anorak. That's, yeah. yeah, we said yeah. that. Okay, cool. We can I'm move so on. sorry. You could edit this. No, no. I will. I will correct this by saying that an anorak is a nickname. <laughs> I knew there was a slang involved. So people in England refer to like obsessive and nerds, I think as anoraks because okay. guys who used to go and like, have you ever seen dudes filming trains? Like, like people who are obsessed with trains, autistic people. It's like train kind spotters? of adjacent. Yeah. Train spotters, <laughs> essentially like they used to wear anoraks while they're out, like looking at trains and shit. So it was kind of like this, like derogatory, like, Oh, he's like an anorak. So it's I like believe. the British otaku. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I mean, I'm I'm no Brit. I'm no Anglophile. But... Look at this fucking anorak over here. <laughs> yeah, right. Stay in I, I mean, school. your British listeners are probably like cringing at me. I'm getting it wrong. Yeah. Oh, I might. Yeah. But um, we have a lot of them too. So. Anyway, oh, what were we talking about? So we're talking about John's enthusiasts, and I think that you know, if you if you were to draw a through line through any uh, member of the Throw Gang, it is absolute enthusiasm. You know, specifically for John's, but also like you know, obsessiveness towards. And a lot of different cultures. Yeah. And they're all and anarchs, parkas, right? and funnel necks and all How, things so of that nature. Lawrence and I, like we jokingly described the throwing fits uh, fan bases, like, you know, 14 year old virgins with mom's credit card. But turns out those guys are out in Beaverton making yeah. hundreds of thousand dollars every month. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How would you describe, how would you describe the, yeah, but still fan base? I've been trying to figure that out. Like, I feel, I will say that like one thing is that they're all really nice. I've noticed that hmm, like, they're really? all really nice. Um, why to each know. other or to, like, to each other or to like you to i the mean world? like a, a lot of like podcasts um you know in our immediate circle like kind of i'm not naming names but they like hate their fans you know they're just like oh, oh the pods like, themselves are antagonistic to their own fan base or like secretly don't like their fans right they're okay. just like the fans are like abusive or just like <laughs> psychopaths right, reasons, or, yeah sure or like they love trains. Yeah. Or like the podcast means like, like they, the hosts and the podcast mean something entirely different to the audience than it does to the hosts. The disconnect there. Yeah. Um, that's another interesting thing I find in fashion. I might go on tangent. Sorry. I'm like, that's tempted, fine, man. But no, go on, go off King. What, so what we let's, let's draw this one out. What about fashion is, Oh, is, just uh, saying like disconnect? disconnects between like the creator and the audience are interesting. In general, mm-hmm. especially with fashion, like yeah. Um, but I can. We'll, we'll, we'll come back to that. We'll come back okay. to that. But what, it, what it, were you, but is that not also the curse of an artist, which is just how people interpret whether you're a podcaster or you're a fashion designer or you're a musician director? Like people, once you put it out there, people can interpret it however they see fit, right? I feel like you could. Uh, I feel. I mean, I'm no expert, but like I, I feel like you could keep them in check a little bit. There's like a way okay. for people to control. Sure, you can try yeah. to control the narrative, but anyway, so, so you're saying your fans you love them and they love you back. I just, I've noticed that they're all really nice and normal. Like I've met them. I've never met like one weird. That's incredible. Like saying that's fan. an insane, that's listener, an insane stat. listener is what I usually try to say, but like, um, audience all, member. they all seem like pretty chill. Like, do you have a name for your fans? No. Like a nickname? No. Okay. I don't think Stillers. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but, uh, Nothing, yeah, I don't think so. Um, Where do you come into contact with them? 
Well, before Corona, just kind of like out in the street or something, like wherever, right. you know, like would they, would they come up to you and be like, yo, yo, DJ, drop that ride of the Valkyries. No, <laughs> well, that's why I say they're, cool. they're all like pretty normal. Like they come up, be like, yo, like, are you Jack? And I'll be like, yes. Just like, like a normal person. They want to say what up? Yeah. Brandon will get like weirder interactions sometimes, you know? Right. Um, like, but, hey, what's up, dude? I jerked off to your feet last week. Yeah. And, and we've done live shows and all of them just like. Dude, like, seem like nice people. Like, I don't know. <laughs> Why do you think? Because, because uh, I, I know, yeah, but still, but I'm, I'm not like deeply familiar. Um, I don't listen to podcasts. I guess is what I'm saying, uh, including this one. Um, why, why does YBS have not have that disconnect between like fans that take what you put out there and you know twist it into something else that is like so far away from what you and Brandon are are actually trying to do? Um, well, like there, I think there's we've come in crossroads a lot, like me and Brandon and I don't know, like stop me if this is too like talking shoppy, but like, no, we want to talk like a lot of crossroads where we've like had to decide like, Oh, is this like, should we say that? Or blah, blah, blah. Like we tend to be kind of conservative with it. Like not in the political sense, but just like, like, ah, maybe we shouldn't say that. Like, like at no point are we trying to end our career. (laughs) Sure. For some shit we say on the podcast, you know That'd what I'm saying? Terrible. Yeah. And like, I think We're like, same way. I think it behooves you to be really edgy on podcasts. Like I think people like that. People eat it up for sure. And like, it's just radio. Like look at Rush Limbaugh and like people, people on the radio, like they do shock jock stuff like works. Right. Um, that being said, uh, <laughs> we don't really do that. So I don't do you know, think, I think that because you guys don't push the envelope in this performative way, like a lot of other people, you're kind of like maybe a refreshing, positive beacon of Oasis. hope in the pod space yet? Yeah? And that's you you attract a certain type of well, kind, think, thoughtful person, much like yourself. Well, I think it just I don't necessarily say that we're like better. Not not at all. It's just like the type of people who are only attracted to something. Cause they want to hear somebody say like a slur or whatever. It's <laughs> like, or like just like something fucked up or be edgy. Right. Like those people would be bored. I think like they'll go listen to something else. Right. It's like people right. who watch NASCAR just for the crashes. Right. <laughs> yeah. Not those who are there for the art. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for the performance. Another left turn. Another left turn. Yeah. Have you, tr- I mean, this year has been absolutely fucking insane in terms of, uh, you know, podcasting like or for everybody content creation across the board podcasters especially have suffered in this past year um have you how have you tried to maybe like refresh the ybs formula to like just shake things up keep it fresh um it sounds like you and brandon are in constant contact about how to like keep ybs progressing um i mean the format pretty much stayed the same but we've uh just tried to like get weird guests and successfully so i'd say like over quarantine i mean we switched to zoom so that was like you know same with you guys obviously we're on it right now yeah but i feel like that led to being able to do like some weirder guests that we wouldn't do in person i mean probably my favorite was jacob wool um, oh right sure like, that was a patreon that was fucking, a patreon app right absolute madman uh why was he your favorite oh my i mean i don't know how familiar you are with jacob wool but like pretty familiar he's like an insane person liar is like an understatement. I mean, for the audience members who aren't familiar, definitely look him up. You might know him just from something simple like his hipster coffee shop tweets. 
Mm-hmm. But um, he started as uh, the wool of Wall Street. He was like the young, supposedly the youngest hedge fund manager. He claims to have been investing stocks. <laughs> Sorry, I'm like thinking back to our episode. But like, <laughs> there's a part, there's a part where he's like talking about like what year he started investing, and we we're like doing the math. We're like, so you were eight years old when you're buying <laughs> yeah, stocks, and he's, like, and he's like, yes. <laughs> like, but thank you so, for asking. Absolutely. No, there's this vice. There's this vice um thing like a video where they interview him about it as like being the youngest hedge fund manager where it's like definitely, I think illegal. He's currently being charged with securities fraud for doing this. Um, Advice was duped. Like they didn't, did they know they were interviewing a, like a, a, like a megalomaniac liar? I don't, I mean, I, I think they knew he was like a weirdo, but like he wasn't Jacob wool that we know now, which right, is, he wasn't the he conservative. Became, he became icon. a Trump replier and same with yeah. his dad. So like then that Mr. was his wool. next phase is that like, year one and two of Trump's presidency, you would see him in the replies um, being like, thank you, Mr. President. Like you are the greatest leader of all time. Like everybody loves you. Just stuff like that. Just like absolutely gassing him up. And then he started doing these on his timeline. He would be doing these tweets that were just like, I just left a hipster coffee shop in Los Angeles. And all of them were talking about how much they love Donald Trump's immigration policy. <laughs> like I heard so many liberals talking about like yeah. Donald Trump's like tax plans and how it's going to benefit them. Crazy. He overheard at the liberal coffee shop uh, trope. Yeah, right. like the, exactly. He was the origin of that. Um, and then the next phase of wool, <laughs> he took it to the next level. He linked up with Jack Berkman, this like weird lawyer this is long after wool has been like banned from prison or from Twitter. Uh, very funny Freudian slip there. Cause that is coming up, <laughs> but, um, uh, but um, where he starts doing like these like political operatives, he kind of yeah. like, Wool kind of fumbled his whole potential bag. Cause he could have maybe tried to actually get some like political gigs. Could right. um, new Rush Limbaugh, but he started doing his own, like unauthorized, like political operatives. He he would tell yeah. he would tell you that he has clients paying him to do this, but he absolutely does not. But where he's essentially uh, committing libel and yeah. fr- framing people like with stories that are so outrageous, like trying to frame politicians. The first one of the early ones was James Comey. I forget exactly what he accused him. I think he accused James Comey of rape or something like what? crazy. Like, yeah, like well. What was the did, was he they Elizabeth like, Warren too? Was that Elizabeth him? Warren was the most the, famous one where oh, it was a Marine. Was, it was yeah, a Marine. It was Marine, accusing yeah. him. That was the funniest one because you they were accusing him her of having like this BDSM relationship with this Marine. <laughs> and this she they have this random like guy who has yeah. dude, he had a really funny tattoo. He had like a, a POD tattoo or something really funny. <laughs> I have to look this up. Hell yeah. But um, they did this press music. conference and this dude, they're asking him like basic questions and he can't even like hold it. And he's like giggling. He's full, is he, did he have like PTSD? Was he was an actual veteran or was he, I don't they know. Just, like, manufactured like, I think they're all. mostly getting these people off Craigslist and paying them a small amount. Um, right. Prices actors. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's doing the real thing, but the thing is like, they're so outrageous that like, I actually, he's a publicity they, whore. He's just trying to get like, like that's what it ultimately comes down to, or does he think that he's actually going to smear his political enemies? Like, well, that's the thing. It's like it's so unclear because, like, at these press conferences and the listeners, I would highly recommend you look them up. The press conferences, like the only people that show up, are ones that are like journalists who are basically there to laugh at him, and <laughs> they do just get completely laughed at. Right, and um, it's a, it's absurd. Yeah, completely absurd. 
Is but, he glutton for punishment then? Like, what's your what's your read on him? You I mean you I, potted with him? Do you um, have one? <laughs> that's so. This is all leading up to say that that's why it was the best episode. Because like I'm telling <laughs> you, man, like like this is one episode that I mentally kind of prepared, and it was like. I, the closest thing, the closest thing to talking to like the real Joker, like <laughs> I'm not kidding, like, like, and it was kind of awe inspiring being in his presence. Like, like if there was a real version of the Joker, it's him or something like that, or like a Batman villain in general, it was because like he's, he's like insane. It was <laughs> insane, completely, well, completely detestable and charming yeah. at the same time. And and lying to your face constantly, but with such confidence and lying about stuff that just completely doesn't matter, like saying, just telling you with complete confidence, like he, that he was trading stocks at eight years old, and we're like, that's just commitment. To, like, that just that's commitment to the bit. And like, that's what and that we is. Start, he's the, he's start, Leo from Catch Me If You Can, right? I mean, that's what it's like a con artist. He's kind of like yeah, but bad, but lane. bad, and like getting Dangerous. caught every single time. Yeah. And then <laughs> right, I, but, always, can, but I, always getting caught. Catch me if you can. I did. <laughs> yeah. And then yeah. so like we would like catch him and catch him in these lies that just make no sense. Call him out and then like start and he would defend himself and then we would start laughing at him to his face and he would start laughing with us <laughs> until we're all laughing. And he's like, I know, right? Like but never admit it. And um was the weird thing is that like I had a good time talking to him. Like I complete, he's a completely charmed you. You were, you were smitten. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But he is, um, he's just fascinating. And, um, so, that, so he was your favorite guest for absolutely. sure. Absolutely. Like all, in terms all of time or just of the pandemic, what do you say? Um, I'll say for the pandemic probably, but that's just like in terms of me as a podcaster podcasting, right. like that's what dude, I mean, want. I probably call, I called Brandon right after and we probably talked for like an hour like just about the experience just like yeah it was you had your own like director's cut like you could have done a commentary like completely mind-blowing like that's incredible who's been who's been your favorite all time thinking Dude, outside it, the pandemic straight up might be wool like oh damn like i mean you, honestly you like passion about this episode this episode is really really good like it's people should sign up for your patreon or will you ever unlock it or is this like you if you want to plug the patreon now this is a reason for i think like everyone to pay five bones oh i think this episode's worth like 25 dollars <laughs> like i'd say that like <laughs> what, what? Just make, it a, make it a smack dvd yeah, yeah right <laughs> no but it's like in terms of just the moments in there like i think it's a good episode and i would love to do a a part two sometime like maybe yeah. from so, prison he is, is his prison album he's facing so he's, many charges right now like and damn what eventually brought him down of course this securities fraud case um that's been chasing him since he was you know the wool of wall street but <laughs> right. um but what finally brought him down was that he was doing these um these robo calls during the election trying to dissuade black voters um Oh damn! How racist were these robots? They're pretty racist. <laughs> yeah, I was like, do I even need to? It ask? was just sounds, like, sound. They sound was, legal though. Yeah, sound like these would pass muster. No, because it's like in Arizona, he hired some black voice actress, or probably just he, knowing Jacob, he probably has found like a black woman, like not right. just like, hey, you're black, can you do this for two hundred dollars? Like, and it's just like she's recording a call and saying that like, like, like the idea itself is racist. So in classic wool form, it's so right. It's, it's such a offensive idea that right. it's ineffective because he's right. They target black people and they're saying like, Hey, if you vote or register to vote, like, 
and you have warrants, like they'll find you that way from your new Damn. address. Where it's like just it's, preying on these, it's preying starts, on these people. Yeah, it's it's the the premise and the strategy is racist. So like it's not even effective because like that's just a stereotype in his head that black people right. are all afraid of the police uh, sure. because they have warrants, right? Like right. they have yeah. warrants. Sure. Like uh, I think a lot of black people are afraid of the police coming after them be- and uh, without warrants, right? Right. Regardless, <laughs> like, yeah. being an innocent person that's brutalized by the police, but Jesus, yeah. So like the plan, I don't think it fucking did anything, but that's what brought him down. Like he got caught for it. <laughs> Um, and famously also, I know I'm just rambling. Um, he had like this strategy website for like this, like company that was supposedly not him with all these staffers, but like, uh, all the, all the staff was like, dude, there was like some, like, I forget who there was like some famous models like that he used pictures of, I think. And like, and the phone number for the company was his mom's cell phone (laughs) number. (laughs) This That's honestly awesome. sounds like there's a lot of parallels between Jacob Wall, Wall and the fucking sneaker reseller yeah. kid out in Beaverton. Yeah, I mean, but like, but on this on the website, like the CTO, it's like Kate Moss. Like it's just like completely like, or just him wearing different hats. <laughs> I wish yeah. I, I wish I had yeah. like a, a memory refresher before this, but um. So well, here's a question. Here's the other side of this coin. Who's been your least favorite guest? Yeah, pandemic or all time? Yeah. Oh man, and he can't say us. And we have it. We have it. And and I know that this is like putting you on the spot, but like we have an answer that we say all the time. So like, if you feel like we're gonna try to you know set you up to to hurt anyone's feelings, we will hurt someone's feelings as well. If you would like. Oh, who is your least favorite? I'm kind of curious. Neve Shulman. Oh, that's. Oh my God, we've. (laughs) Bro, are you kidding me? You had Neve on there. That's failing up. Failing upwards. It was was a previous Um, podcast endeavor that shall not be named, and he was. He was atrocious. We have like two or three episodes where you just make fun of him. Oh, really? Totally. Straight out of town. Like me and Brandon just like take turns, like (laughs) kicking him and fucking you know polishing our boots off between. He he showed up. He's like, "What's up? I just drew. I just drove my very expensive motorcycle over here. My cool motorcycle jacket. Yeah. He's like, "Uh, my wife's pregnant. She's she's in labor right now. So you know, I might see my son get born. I don't know. But I got a pod with the fellas. I made two hundred thousand dollars last year. Dude, I have like I accused him of." whatever wait what did you say well well i don't want to spoil too much but we're going to ask you some personal questions later and it's always funny to see how the guest reacts and he's one that he just fully straight up was like oh here's something gauche that i'd love to say in front of yeah like the point of the question the point of the question is to be like here's a really disgusting question gauche question that we know you're not going to answer and then he was was like oh here's my answer hold my he was like hold my beer i made five hundred thousand dollars last year I have, that's a really funny flex. Like just to like, yeah, sure. it's like a, definitely a lot of money, but it's not like a ton where you're like, what, what? <laughs> like, like, uh, just the like, wall of the, damn, the wall Eve. of wall street. Yeah. Who, you know, I made 50, $56 million worse. last year. Yeah. I, I think it's almost worse. Yeah. Cause it's like, it's not enough where you're like, wait, where'd you get that? Cause that's right. like, Oh, you're like a, like a VP of Adidas. Some he like turned you know, to his like, boy. Like, he turned to his it boy. It can be in the room. boring. Yeah. yeah. He, he turned to his boy who was in the room. And was like, uh, Jerry, what what we do? Like, uh, yeah, five hundred thousand. Yeah, like some guy he was with, oh his God. manager or whatever. Bro, I so I, on pod before, uh, I was saying that I I think he's, I mean, I was kind of jokingly accusing of him being a serial killer. <laughs> um, maybe. I need to find this stuff, dude. The elevator <laughs> selfie is iconic. Obviously, that elevator the, selfie. That's all time. I mean, <laughs> we are making fun of him a lot for um, 
like this, oh, dude, we're doing a lot. Honestly, we're doing a lot, but like the, that, uh, him getting in trouble for like punching like a lesbian in the face at that party. At Smith college. Yeah. At, and, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like he's like all why first of all why did he go to a women's college in the first place like number one to get some fucking five. pussy bro. yeah to get no, some trim was, dog what do you mean absolutely and he's at like clearly like some kind of like sex party not even clearly he's <laughs> like that's explained. i don't know i didn't know the details but I'm it was like some kind of like sex like deviant like fun party like cool that is like really raw like you know it's like a theme thing i think people probably I'm, I'm guessing they wear like bondage shit, you know, like, like the type of like wild themed party that you wouldn't bring a camera to in, mm. um, in a pre cell phone camera world. Right. right? Like right. we're not putting guys, anything on Facebook here. You yeah. guys definitely can remember the time before everybody had cameras and it would be like yeah, on great. built into their phones, of course. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you had one friend who would have a digital camera that would be like making albums on Facebook, but there, that was like few and far between. It wasn't every single person you knew. Yeah. Like there was, there were times and spaces where there would be no camera and that was most times. Yeah. And so it's even wilder to pull out a camera, but he gotten like, he was like walking around by himself at this party, like taking pictures of like, I don't know, like people like naked and like lesbian couples or whatever. And then like, I, I I'm guessing that like, some uh some butch Allegedly. lesbian like it, yeah. like some like butch lesbian probably he like, took a picture stop. of them and was like hey yeah. did you fucking take a picture of me and my girlfriend <laughs> and i'm not just like i'm not just saying butch lesbian out of nowhere because like he fucking like she, i think she pushed him or something and then in defense he like punched her in the face a couple times yeah. and his excuse was like i didn't know it was a girl <laughs> Wow. <laughs> and he Damn. said some shit. I, I it might be worth pulling up the article, but it's just like you read it and you read his defense and you're like, man, what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck are you talking yeah, about? Strap He's the real. Because we did, dude, we did like multiple episodes where all we did was make fun of Neve Shulman. Do you yeah, want dude. his contact? To, you want to get him on the yeah. pod? See your arch nemesis? See, he's just your whipping we boy. We just make he's fun like of him. I mean, bag. OG episode was like, obviously probably first 20 episodes talking about that elevator pick. Are you kidding me? Like yeah, one of the funniest pictures I've ever seen in my life. It's absolutely insane that he, like, that he thought that was on a good so idea. many levels. I do think he might be a serial killer like that. Yeah. Like that zero self-awareness. Thing. Yeah. His sense of self is, is not real. Um, like I think sociopath type behavior, the, the yeah. elevator pick is hysterical, dude. It's it's uh, it's an all timer. You guys have, I'm <laughs> sure, that. talked about that at length, right? I think he actually probably lives near me. That's the funny thing is, like, as along with my at the local joke, I was like, "This man might kill me." Like, I'm, you know, yeah, you I'm in hunting distance or something. Yeah. See me at Alfred's. Hmm. So, all these. I mean, I okay. This is why I was making fun of him, calling is, him a serial killer. He did this post just out of fucking nowhere. When was this? Oh fuck. What date was this? Eleven eighteen. Oh, this was right after the election. So, twenty oh sixteen. Like, this was the eighteenth of November. So, there's a lot of turmoil going around at that time, right? Yeah. So I think that's like key to this context because it's not that funny of a post. It's just weird, and I was making fun of him for it. Like, he did this Facebook post. Obviously, last year is like a big. Black Lives Matter, like not a good year for being a supporter of the police. Right. Like there's no, like you can't just like casually do a post supporting the cops last year, but just literally out of nowhere, 
November 18th, 2020, Neve Schulman on Facebook drops his post. It's like, this boy got lost in Central Park, and I took a photo of the moment he was found and reunited with his father by these NYPD officers. I know it's been a tough year to be a cop, but I wanted to take a moment to say thank you to all the men and women who put their lives on the line to keep our community safe. And it's this picture, like this wide shot of like a dad hugging a little boy, and there's like some cops looking. And it's like, I mean, everybody on Twitter is laughing at mad at this, right? Because it's like, dude, what the fuck? Like, right. This is read the room. Any, read the room. Read, absolutely. Read the room. Like, also, it's just why are you even thinking about that right now? Like the protests are like over. Right. The elections just happened. And like Donald Trump's like not acknowledging that he lost or I don't even think it was declared yet. Right. It's like, no, it was absolutely like, sure. like, what, what are you talking mayhem, about? This, sure. is not, this is not like any kind of like police holiday. It's not like. <laughs> There's no special reason for doing this, right? And um, and then oh, in the comments he says, "FYI, this photo was taken back in 2010." <laughs> like, <"Wait>, what? <laughs> you went 10 years in the archive? It just drafts for 10 years yeah. for a random thing, and um, and it's also just like uh, so anyway, I was I ended up making fun of him because like I I looked at this and I was like, like wait, why did you even take this picture? Like why were you there? Like, yeah. and what, why do you what, know what was the, the context? What was, what was the context, context even 10 years ago? What was yeah. the context 10 years ago? How do you know the story? Why were you taking pictures of this boy? And why were you there the moment he was reunited? <laughs> right. Cause like you, he was the kidnapper. <laughs> if you were there the moment he was reunited. Exactly. Right? right. Like how else would he have been mm-hmm. there? Like what yeah. if he, uh, what, what a coincidence. Went, yeah. What if it went wrong? And, um, like you know, he he played dumb. Like, oh, I'm merely a photographer. I helped find the boy, whatever. I'm just MTV, here to post. I'm good MTV's st- Neve Shulman. I'm just here to post feel good stories about the cops. Yeah, Don't mind know, me. Exactly. Bro, I'm, you, a, I'm not I mean, a I'm not a pedophile. I'm not a he, kidnapper. You know, he's good at finding kids. You know? Yeah, he might Damn be good sure. at taking them too. Is that's he your dream guest? Is he is he who you <laughs> yeah. want on the pod the most? I don't that's know. In, I've that's like, the third follow up here. I've Who's grown. I'm I've grown and maybe turned into more of a pussy. Like I don't I don't know. I I like wouldn't want a combative Neve Shulman like like I don't know if I want the Neve Shulman smoke. I think I just like <laughs> laughing at him from afar, you know. Right. Do do Your you Twitter have fingers, you're all Twitter yeah. fingers. But no, no I, not even the Twitter fingers really like a younger version of me would have wanted the smoke, right? Like now it's just kind of like, man, I don't really want to deal with I'm getting it. too old for this shit. Yeah. I am you don't like want to meet him in the Thunderdome. Yeah, I don't want to bleed it. all over my shirts and then give them to some fucking fashion girl. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Do you have a dream guest though? Like, is there anyone on the wish list that you do one day want on the pod besides Young Drill? Yeah, let me think. I have. We do have like a wish list, dude. I need to hear the Neve, by the way. Um, no, yeah, you should listen to it. It's still it, up if anything, somewhere. it'll help you build your profile uh, for him. I cannot you know? wait to hear this, dude. Yeah, <laughs> um, I mean, he's just a dick, dude. There is nothing out of his mouth that isn't smug and just like exactly like the salary exactly like the salary he would try to flex and we'd we'd just be like that's not a that's not flex yeah he really wanted to impress us too which is always like when it's a smug person that like you're the host you don't really like but then that person is trying to like impress you and the audience like a recipe for disaster he's like i I just got over here my bmw 300 x4 and we're like yeah what is what we don't care what like yeah yeah, he's so a tinderbox of smugness see i we're like where do you live we're like where do you live he's like i live in Williamsburg is pretty cool. Have you heard of it? We're like, uh, dude, he's yeah. an associate. Yes. Has to be. <laughs> yeah. You well, know, you have, dude, I told you, you guys, hours, I told you guys, I have a good nose for these people, right? Yes. I, mean, I, I told mean, you I sniffed sniff out test. Yeah. You know, the Jack one who test. shall not be named Shia LaBeouf. Right. right. But he exactly. always rubbed me the wrong way. It's just like, 
strange behavior. Same with Neve Shulman. <laughs> just, yeah. you know, behavior that doesn't add up and just makes no sense. Crazy that he has illogical. Been oh, it's got to be. He, they tried to. Uh, I mean, they tried to delete me. <laughs> he was ahead of his time. He was. Well, yeah, he time. was. He got accused by some guests of being very inappropriate. Um, but I, uh, it supposedly was. They like, settled. I think they settled. Did wow. They? Yeah. Damn. Thank you, Viacom. <laughs> Turns um, out he wasn't making. It was. They came out of the five hundred dollars a year, five hundred thousand dollars a year. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, just with him. I mean, I'm. I've only seen the show a few times. Uh. Whatever. And one thing that always I always found really, really weird is that they'll be in the middle of like these investigations and then like they'll randomly break to these like side things where it's like, oh, hey, let's go check in on like the vacation I had last week with my <laughs> wife. And it's like, hi, it's like footage of them like going like, vlog, toward, like vlog shit, like a vlog of. in the middle of a catfish episode. It's like, let's go ch- check. It. He doesn't even say my wife. It's like, uh, let's go check in on like Katie uh in Orlando and it'll just be like his wife and like his little kid, like, and it's just like footage from them, like going to the Epcot center or something. So and it's I'm like, like an ego thing. It's like, hit, I'm just like, wait, like why is your shows about him? It's just like, wait, why is your wife and kid on this television show? Like <laughs> this is yeah. a show about weird people that are dating online. Like, people don't Nobody watch cares this about your you. trip to Epcot like, Center he's trying to humanize, he's trying to humanize himself so he doesn't get uh, you know arrested for that 2010 kidnapping maybe yeah. but it's weird it's so weird like inserting your family into the show where you're he's like, a narcissist for sure megalomaniac narcissist obvious. but it's like it's also just like funny instincts yeah. Where it's like, Jack, there's a clear reason people listen to it, and it's not to see your fucking baby going to the Epcot Center. <laughs> they want to see like the weird people on the internet. It's weird to cut away, weird to put your family on the show. Like, right. are you fucking, would you guys, if you guys had a family, would you put them on the podcast? Absolutely, Absolutely not. not. No, Absolutely way. not. That's the no last free clout. Are you no fucking well, unless, unless we get to $20,000 a month on Patreon, and then yes, Lawrence's wife is going to come on as a oh, guest. Yeah. That's, that is, that is. Oh, a, yeah, that, you do have that, a wife. I'm but, married, yeah. But that would be, but we would only, we wouldn't put our family on just to like, you know, to, to, to satiate some, you clout. know, uh, ego for, clout. For no play. Reason. It would be like, it would be monetary for and sure. And you know why, you know why, you don't even have to explain why you wouldn't do that. But it's just like, yeah. you just know it. It's like, oh, because that's my wife. It's not content. Right, exactly. Like, this is my real not, life. That's my, my wife. That's yeah. not for the audience. Like, right. Well, first of all, Jack, everything is content. So you're wrong there. But well, yes, yeah, I, but I it's like, see what it's just saying, like, yeah. For no reason, breaking away to the show to show his vacation footage. Jack, like, I want to hear some of the names <laughs> off your wish list, though. I want to hear, uh, yeah, you know, um, but if Neve Shulman isn't your dream guest, but he is like an, a a interest of yours, who is on the wish list for YBS? Uh, or feel free to even speak for yourself. So I will. Um, I'm very bad at like thinking of celebrities that I like or like because um, there are none. Yeah. But like I, I never had like a hero growing up. You know, when you're a little kid, you're like, oh, like who's your hero? You know, like that type of thing. And it's like, oh, you didn't. Ha- you were heroless. You were. I never really had one, or like your idol, or whatever. Okay. Um. So what about now, do you have any heroes I'd now? Say Tom, Tom DeLonge for me. Oh fuck yeah, dude. These are like gettable. I think we could get him, but like that's like a yeah. double pronged. Would you just want to talk UFOs and shit, or would you want or to blink. talk both? Too? I mean, yeah. I'm a huge Blink One Eight Two fan. Mark Hoppus. Uh, is up there too. Was higher in the ranks, but now I think they're dead even, just because Tom really earned my respect for the UFO work he's been doing. Right. So is like, Travis Barker also on yeah, that list? What, what do you think of Travis? Honestly, Barker Travis kind is of, not on the list. What do you think of Travis Barker having a uh, a Barker sense where he's dating Kourtney Kardashian? He's working with like all these fucking uh, you know 
emo pop punk artists that are Gun doing Kelly, this right? Again. The Machine drums Kelly, on the whole record. Yeah. Will Huddy. I don't know. I, I I don't. I'm not super interested in him. Like, you just respect yeah. his his skill set as as a drumsman. I think he's a great drumsman. He's an incredible drummer. Like, I don't even know. Like I, I I don't know. He's all over the place. You know. I'm not yeah. just. And he seems rather quiet. So. All right. So two thirds of one of the Blink One Eighty Two iterations of the second the second lineup. Yeah. Um, their first. I'm looking. This list is like kind of reasonable. These are like this list is not like fantasy. It's like these are people that we're gonna try to get. Cousin right, Greg. I tried to get Cousin Greg. I hit him up. Oh, he fuck, said he's dude. down. Same. But um, it's just got he just got the first shot of the vax. Yeah. Hell yeah. Um, what's his Nick? What's his Nick last Braun. name? Nick, Nick Braun. Braun. There it is. Yeah, he rocks. Shout out cousin Greg. He loves Barstool. He loves fucking El Prez. And he did yeah. the pizza review or some shit. Like, no, he walked onto, he walked up to El Prez. He like introduced Prez himself doing, as a fan. Yeah. While Prez. he was doing a pizza review. And then John Bon Jovi pulled up because they were going to do like a wow. promotional thing for John Bon Jovi's new tequila brand. So it was El Prez, cousin Greg, and John Bon Jovi and, wow. and John Bon Jovi's son. You know when they say like uh who who would you your who's your dream dinner like before you die that right there that's like <laughs> Mount Rushmore let, let me let me get all those guys around a pizza yeah, I think like Fred Durst would be kind of cool oh like, fuck ooh. yes because I'm trying to think of like there's people that I would want to interview then there's like people that'd be good yeah but still guess and it's like different, Fred Durst right? though like, is like Mark very... McGrath is probably one of our best episodes too oh right yeah but it's Fred like Durst part... is very trash on TikTok let me just tell you. Oh, he's not good. Damn, Elmer. No. He's better than John Mayer, but he is pretty trash. John, dude, should be an easy get. He, me and Brandon are both friends with him, but can you, can you get John? Can you get really? You're his, can sneaker, you? you're his sneaker plug, right? Yeah, I mean, like that's a funny. That's a funny thing when you're friends with somebody famous. It's like, like it's easy to just be a normal friend, but like I asked him a few times, like over the years and like i don't know i don't want to be super annoying right sure easy right. forget that they're famous but then like you get reminded when you're trying to get them on the podcast and you're like yeah how did oh, you yeah. guys become friends dude he has fucking slid my dms one day fire and he was just like oh i fuck with i fuck with the versace tamagotchi yeah campaign. he was like asking yeah. me questions and i was like ah dude is this real like he was like <laughs> he like me, wanted to get to know you he was such a fan he was asking me a lot <laughs> of like specific questions about like what i was doing like <laughs> and then oh no maybe he's me. a sociopath and not yeah. neve dude he definitely is like he's in his car with binoculars watching you yeah what's your address are you home right well, now? well he was like seemed to be curious You're high right now did you ever get nervous this was like in are the peak single? of the peak of like my you know debauchery on instagram right where like it was unclear what i was joking about <laughs> and um and he really wanted to know like what am i am i making fun of this stuff am i serious like like where the line was he was asking Right, he and wanted like, to get inside the mind of of, of uh, Jack Wagner. Yeah. And like, I think I was kind of like, I th- he was trying to figure out like if I was being ironic, like basically. And I, I think I just kind of told him like, I don't think I'm like doing w- one or the other. Really, it's like there's like with like Limp Biscuit type stuff. Like there was a period where I was like joking a lot about like that genre of things. But it's like, dude, I mean, like new metal. Like, like you I'm kind of like, like I joke about like corn and limp biscuit and stuff but like i actually do like those bands like right you follow the leader yeah it's like um <laughs> like it's not ironic like people throw around irony too much right right like if i wore a corn shirt they'd say like oh yeah you're fucking ironic shirt it's like no it's not i i you actually like fuck corn. Corn. But it's not 100 percent sincere either let's no but real. it's like you could 
there's there's but it's gray, a sliding there's scale. A gray area like yes, like i realize that corn is an right. unusual logo to see in 2021 right. <laughs> and like there are funny connotations what what it really is is it's like i realized that corn has garnered a reputation where like their fan base it's like no, no longer cool to wear a corn shirt like and i'm wearing that shirt despite it that doesn't mean it's ironic like mm. i like corn and I'm just simply not afraid There's to wear slaps. Follow, follow the leader had follow the leader yeah. had fucking slappers. Feeling like no, a freak on a leash, dude. Like, got yeah. the life. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Got the life is huge. That's a big tune. Falling like, away from me. <laughs> like you can wear something and here we'll bring it back to fashion. Like you can wear something while realizing that it's not technically cool that you actually like. And it's not ironic. That should be the reason that you want to wear something by the way, is that you like it. Not that you think it's going to be perceived as cool or perceived as ironic or sincere or whatever. Yeah. You've you got to dress for the right reasons, but unless I guess it's, unless it's, yeah, you know, uh, but, unless it's a white supremacy group. Yeah. Right. Or a, but like triple XL bucks Jersey from Coles. But there's like, you know, growing up, they're always telling you like, you need to be who yourself, no matter what, like anybody says and like, doesn't matter. Like, you know, don't listen. It's like, well, I, I'm not the type of person that could tune it out. Like I know what is considered cool and what's considered not cool and blah, 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 blah. Like you can't like just blindly. No, no, I'm at no point. Am I going to like blindly proceed? You're not, you're not living in a vacuum. You got to have like some people just have the pulse on things, but (laughs) you know, you can like, you can wear something intentionally knowing that it's like not considered cool. Yeah. Um, But it's, it's not ironic though. There's a difference. Well, People throw on irony too much. It's just a no. no absolutely, sure. absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so, so you know, we're looking forward to the corn <laughs> YBS episode, the Fred Durst YBS episode. Um, I think so. YBS guests, but I don't remember them. You know, <laughs> those were fantastic. By the but way. yeah, but yeah, but still has become, especially you know, in COVID times and lockdown, like it has become a focus of yours. You you said that you do spend a, a lot of time on the podcast because you do all the editing. It sounds like you do like a lot of the, the technical kind of backend work, you know, the stuff that doesn't get the glory, but it's how you win championships. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How would you describe um, the Brandon Jack dynamic and why does it resonate? Like, obviously you guys fucking vibe hard vibe so well together. Like how, how just, why does it work? I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I'm just like glad that people seem to like it. Um, we definitely have like a, a older brother, younger brother, relationship hmm. i think where he's like the like the goofy younger brother right and i'm precocious, like precocious yeah rap scallion and we, like me and brandon fight like like we butt heads a lot and we do on on, on mic on mic on mic off mic like you name it but we're still it's like a brotherly relationship at this point you know we weren't like dude me and brandon like we we were um I don't know what you would call it. We were like not friends before the acquaintances. Pod. We are acquaintances and we like, I directed this thing he did for Snapchat and like, we are kind of like internet friends and associate like associate, orbiting like, each other. Yeah. But on some kind of like work basis, you know, I wasn't right. like calling this fool to come <laughs> over and like drink beers on my porch, you know, right. like, um, <laughs> not saying that I wouldn't, Right. But, um, and not saying and not saying that you would now. Yeah, right, to be clear. Well, well also cuz like I don't do you guys hang out like is it well, like, not now there's a oh, yeah. happening. Yeah, and also it's like when you when you work this closely with someone and you talk on the phone all the time and then you're seeing the person like you're doing work related stuff that like you could have fun but yeah, like it's a, it's yeah. a lot already, you know. But what I'm um 
we so I get we, what you're saying. we started the podcast because like I think we thought that we could make a good podcast together. Really? I didn't know I don't think I knew that. You guys really weren't that close at all when you're like, let's try to make this work as entertainment. Like kind of, but sort of just like internet friends and like kind of did it feel like a gamble on your end? Like there's a good chance no, this I think is not gonna knew, work? Or? I think we knew that it would be good because like like for instance, like he was in like and subscribe the show. Yeah. That I created. Um, Hilarious, by the way. Great, like, great fucking shit. Yeah, but I mean, we're diff- we have different interests. Like, we're just completely different people. So, like, I, it's not like a personality thing. It's just like, I am a, a little older than him. We like completely different things. Like, Brandon literally listens to Ariana Grande. <laughs> like, I mean, like, he l- listens to Ariana Grande and Charlie XCX. He listens to the Euphoria soundtrack. <laughs> and I listen to a bunch of shit that he hasn't listened to. I'm interested. He's a comedian, like a stand-up comedian. I'm not. Um, like, uh, but so is that why you, is that did, why it works? Because you're so different. Then is that like what maybe would, but makes there, you guys a good duo? There's a good. I, there are. There's like a Venn diagram of like similar interests, and we always have gotten along on that Venn di- Venn diagram. And like, things people that, tell you guys that they're like, "Yo, you guys have like a good rapport." Well, we started Just like sit down. Just, and I feel like we're it. getting like hit up. I, I started getting like. I've done other stuff like related to Brandon too. I I feel like we kind of we started getting approached as a pair before that, you know. So I think it was just kind of like, oh, you like, give I, the I, people what they want, the package deal, like work type offers. Like, hey, do you guys want to do this thing together? Like weird, kind of like random LA type. That's the opposite things. of me and Lawrence. <laughs> <laughs> like, um. So yeah, I don't know. It just kind of seemed to make. So sense. it just seemed like a natural fit. What yeah. in the in the in the past? Like, so how long has the pod been going? Like two years or so? More? Um, three, Actually, three years. Wow. So in three years, you're obviously linked to this man at the hip. What's your favorite thing about potting with Brandon? Um, he has a really. I mean, I Brandon's really funny, of course. Um, yeah, I think, oh, dude. I don't know. I've never considered that. It's not like. <laughs> you've never thought about it you you are in a business venture with this man you never um, thought about his positive qualities I mean, your boys no i mean brandon's like his funny like he has like a lot of good memories of hyper specific internet and like internet obscurities and family guy type stuff like this is the venn diagram between like this is a through line for sure because this is something I you're feel, obviously this is like too. i feel like it's one of those things where like you know this is like a uh, those old like dating game shows where like they yeah. make like a couple be like, like oh what's, what's his, his favorite, favorite color? food and you don't know yeah. it. Um, yeah, you look like a dick. <laughs> yeah, he's not he's not listening. Yeah, me. I mean, Lawrence and I we get asked this like, what's your favorite thing? And then obviously the follow up is, what's your least favorite thing about your pod mate Brandon Wardell? I'll tell you what my least favorite thing about Lawrence is. Did I did I even finish answering my favorite? Thing no, I just I was no, giving you, you an out. I thought, you you kind of punted it. Felt yeah, like. I was giving you an out. I thought you were kind of like yeah. uh, no. I was like I, I've been trying one. to answer all of these sincerely. I just need. Oh yeah, I mean that's yeah, that's fine. Thank um, you. All right, so so what's your least favorite thing about me, James? In no, hold on. In, in knowing that uh, you know what it is, knowing that uh, least favorite thing about Brandon is coming up, start th- start mulling over that one in the back of your mind as you. Oh man, um, I can bring you know, name thousands of things off top. <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> yeah, it's, um, the, it's the favorite thing. It's the good stuff. Yeah, that takes the good shit. The that you don't. Yeah. No, I'll I'll answer them both at the same time and just like, <laughs> I mean, three years in, dude. Like, anybody who has a sibling understands. Like, like there is that relationship you have with somebody that's it's hard to explain, right? 
where they can just like make you laugh very easily. And there's like some things that like, you know, you could laugh together about some shit that just doesn't even like really make sense. Or there's like certain things that like are funny to me. And like, I, I know he, immediately he's the one person I have to send it to. And like, maybe there's nobody else I could send it to. Right. right? Um, and then uh, the flip side is like with like a brother, it's like they could make you mad just like by tapping, by existing. Their, like tapping their foot in the wrong way. And you're just like thinking like, Oh, he's always tapping his foot, isn't he? I think we make each other mad <laughs> like on that stay level. Tapping. You know? Yeah. Like, oh, he's always doing that. Twinkle toes over here, this motherfucker. You just like some shit like that, and you're like, motherfucker. Like you're around each other too much. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Road trip, road trip vibes with a yes. Mm-hmm. By the For end sure. of it, you're just like, yeah, I'm of course, good. of course, she's reading. Always <laughs> fucking reading. Mm-hmm. Yep. This bitch. <laughs> <laughs> You're fucking um, chewing like a cow yeah no, but but it's good I, I think like dude i think it's a good dynamic like and i think sometimes the best uh like pairs are, are sort of like that you know yeah simon and garfunkel r.i.p right all notes all notes jimmy and larry etc uh, chuck, chuck d and fucking flavor flave <laughs> absolutely run and um, dmc I mean, john and paul you know yeah the greatest absolutely in the past year of you know lockdown potting like has there been um you know as we as we approach one year of lockdown potting has there been like one standout time that where you guys are like really fucked up like and what was that uh like as a podcast yes yeah like a misstep like a big old misstep Ooh, dude i don't i can't think of anything or are you mm. pitching? Are you pitching a perfect game this whole quarantine? Yeah. Well, are you getting stronger in lockdown? Well, define. I mean, you're building the studio, which obviously is going right, to be. So, so here's huge. a fuck up of ours, right? Yeah, I was going to uh, say, like, what's uh, we had a big guest on um just recently, and unfortunately, the back end hosting distributor platform crapped out on us in the middle of the night, and they claim that they were under a fucking. They're getting uh. DDoS attacked or whatever. DDoS, yeah. DDoS, but it lasted like 78 hours. And this big guest that that ended up doing pretty d- big numbers in spite of all this, we lost like 48 hours, you know, yeah. of of that. And and that was huge for us. And but then but then really you're also like <laughs> you're realizing like, oh shit, like we don't know how to even remotely like fix this. Like there's no technical prowess What'd or like whatsoever. What's up? Huh? What did you lose? In the in this, I I didn't like understand. Just, <laughs> Forty eight hours we, of we a go, podcast yeah, we, being it live. Goes live it, two, it goes live on Tuesday. It goes live Tuesday mornings, right? But basically, God, people yeah, didn't yeah, get it on their. A lot of people didn't get it on yeah. their phones until like Thursday or Friday. Yeah, so then chart thing as well, is, and so on and so forth. Lawrence and I, like early on in Quar, we would do these pods at like seven p.m. Uh, New York time because we were like, oh, everyone has work. Um, you know, we got want to go for we two, had work. Two to, we two to four. Hour. Oh yeah, we also we also had work when we want to go two to four hours. What's going to get you through that? Some fucking, you know, grandpa's sippy, sippy medicine. And we would end up like near blackout drunk for a few episodes where we're like, we don't even remember, like asking them that how much rules. money they make. Yeah. Um, that's hilarious. That was something um, we had to kind of like cut down on. So yeah, I, I would say for me, those are the potting. two stand, the two standout fuck ups of the pod uh, were that one was an ongoing. That's probably, like your whole pod. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> like everything else was a, a year. I think is what win. you asked. Yeah. The year, oh, there's definitely technical ones. Like, I don't know if this will be entertaining for your audience, but like as the editor, producer of the podcast, like 
and a film editor myself. I've been doing it since I was 13, editing video and audio. Yeah. But since like, Jacob Wall was selling stocks, like I'm, I I pride myself on like not having. I do. I'm making like ba- double backups all the time of like you know fail safes. Right. I'm recording on Zoom. I'm recording a couple different ways on my computer. Usually, like there's backup backups. Has there's fail safes. Yeah. yeah. But um, do this and and switching to Zoom creates its own set of like weird problems. Like, so I I've had some definitely some technical hurdles, but usually I just had to work way too long to fix them. Right. Um, You've never lost a pod. Have you like the, like, like, Oh, there's been didn't like, hit record or, you know, <laughs> lost the audio. There's been some goofs. I think like one, I, I, the one I could think of is not my fault. It was just like the guest like kind of goofed it. Um, like didn't that wear sucks. headphones or something. Um, <laughs> Cause, uh, but dude, there was like some super weird one where I like, I eventually figured it out, but it was like, I was calling like, hardcore audio like film audio guys like and like recording engineers where it was just i'm not gonna bore everybody but basically i like couldn't like brandon's audio i could hear it in the program when i would export it like it would just not be there at all and i like hmm. posted the episode i think and it was like oh, being not, like this is missing brandon like though. took it down because somebody told me right away i yeah. think and, oh um, shit i think unless i'm confusing it anyway what it was is i have brandon using this um this zoom recorder, a zoom H4N, which is like a four track recorder, um, for mics. Like you could theoretically record like a think that's what we record our pods when yeah, we're together on. It's yeah. really powerful. It's like a, a portable recorder. Theoretically you record like an album on it, like your band, just this thing. So it has like a lot of features that are unnecessary. And he like triggered some mode where it like inverts the audio track. Joker mode. <laughs> yeah. And like, not to get too nerdy, but like, like basically if you invert the if you invert the waveforms and play it back against a non-inverted it results in zero sound that's how noise canceling works <laughs> noise canceling headphones so he no- he hit noise canceling mode on his own shit <laughs> that's what was happening on the track and it was cancel like, culture yeah right yeah so it was really co- and I somehow like i eventually found like the right audio freak that like we figure this out and it was like this weird phenomenon I like was able to undo it. <laughs> Damn. Knowing knowing Brandon, that must have been like he must have been so frustrated. Like not. I don't like, think I'm he sure. even knew this happened. <laughs> he completely He's just finding out right now. No, yeah. I don't like. We don't like check in about all the pod stuff I'm doing in the background. Like, no, no, you save it just for when you do other podcasts, and we can like really talk shop. This is. I, I, I love this. Oh yeah, no, rage, I love it, dude. You let the rage it. build up inside you until he yeah. fucking taps his feet one too many times. And the other thing. Early, early zoom um the sync issues with like like me recording on my end brandon recording on his end and then like a zoom guest and like things falling out of sync drifting Ooh. as you go on like i don't know if you guys ever do that or if you're just like going straight zoom export i think that's what you were doing right yeah mm-hmm. but when you have like five tracks or whatever we had this like guest danny hill's kitchen he's currently serving time in french prison Oh yeah, um, I remember this. Yeah, like this man's calling in from a smuggled iPhone on the podcast. <laughs> two episodes actually, right? He's one of our weirdest guests too. I love him, but literally in prison, calling yeah. from a prison phone. So I'm gonna, you know, I'd like record his phone, um, sure. and um, and not only that, like imagine the internet delay going. Oh yeah, like, 
even just like from the walls of a French prison. So it's like all screwy. And I remember like that episode was like, bro, like the delay is just like, it was changing. You have to like beautiful the, mind it like fucking. I had to go like minute by minute, like manually sync everything up. That's brutal. And <laughs> like French wifi, my guy. Absolutely know, going yeah. crazy by the end. Cause I'm just like, you know, Sacre blue. I'm drifting yeah, hearing my this dear. all the time. Like not what about, uh, I mean, what about in the past year? Like what, what's been the biggest win for you guys in your opinion? The wool episode. Oh yeah. Numbers. Bro. Yeah. Like, we got on Patreon. Like yeah. that moved that put, he put asses in seats. Absolutely. Uh, we got a boost from that and, and then, you know, it, it went down from there, but like that was like a big <laughs> boost. And right. um, I'm telling you, I mean, it's that one was worth it, but we had other big guests too. We had like Meadow and AJ Soprano. We yes, had um, right. Mark McGrath, dude. We had, um, That's I do sick, these man. Halloween episodes that like are always pretty popular. Those are crowdsourced, right? Where you're asking yeah, the I audience asked, like spooky stories. I asked the guest. I mean, I just did it one year. I thought it'd be like, like the first year we had the podcast. I was like, I like ghost stories. Maybe like I'll try to do one. And I just asked on Twitter in the podcast fans. I'm like, yo, does anybody have like a paranormal experience? And the people that emailed me all in our immediate circle, but like I got like crazy submissions from all over the world. And these are all exactly. podcast listeners. Like who have seen like, <laughs> ufos and bigfoot and like <laughs> like crazy stuff like which is also nuts because i didn't know we had listeners in like malaysia and shit right and like insane stories all types of different stuff because they're you know they're different in different countries like their own lore right but, so i've done it three years now and i haven't branched outside of the podcast right and like this last year was nuts like i Dude, so keep getting this- crazier and crazier because people are even like trying to or coming out of the woodwork to maybe like top the previous Halloween special. They're not like it's not competitive, but so we I had to do two episodes this year, and like the first one isn't even like a scare. It's scary, but it's not supernatural. But like one of our listeners was like human trafficked, basically. That's not paranormal. That's like a real fucking yeah, and like threat all, to society. All the podcast was like like recently he was listening to the podcast while he was being human trafficked like what what like <laughs> and and mind you when you're thinking of human trafficking you're probably thinking of like russian girls in a crate taken yeah that's for not sure. how it is liam like, neeson kicking ass that's like sex trafficking but human trafficking is all often when it happens it's um usually around work like you're coming uh you're bringing somebody to a different country under the guise of work and then when they get there you know, the work is taking their passport and then like, all of a sudden the rules start changing. And like, right. this is really common in like Dubai, I think with like <clears throat> Chinese yeah, workers and so on, like they get there and the passports are taken. They're like, Oh, you have to pay to live here. This is how they're setting up the, the, the world cup, right? Wasn't this the whole thing where it's yeah, like a lot of slavery? It's insane. Yes. Yeah. It's a, it's a lot of slavery. South Asian and Southeast Asian yeah. uh, migrant labor. Yeah. And a lot of it around uh, the fishing industry as well. Cause like, there's no, international you know governing body around the, the oceans yeah so this guy was listening to the podcast while he was being trafficked so what happened yeah i mean you could listen to the full story um but it was actually in morocco and it was like this sort of famous moroccan actor uh in the moroccan film world like a, a beloved fa- like a bill murray of morocco the mark <laughs> ruffalo of morocco no like right. seriously like he's like morocco this goofy, ruffalo like imagine like a Bill Murray character where like 
like everybody loves him and he's like this goofball and like harmless kind of like we're like yeah. also like if you were to go to anybody and being like I'm being held captive by Bill Murray. They'd be like, shut the fuck up. Pussy. Well, this is what Bill Murray does where he's like, yeah, tell someone you'll never, they'll never believe you. Yeah. Right? Hold like on. So, so was, was Bill Murray, the trafficker or the traffic key? He was the, the trafficker. trafficker. Wow. So like it was this old actor. You could listen to this full episode, but this old actor and mind you, Moroccan film star, like the bag isn't as big, right? Like, sure. You need a traffic. You're key not like, this is not actually, yeah. yeah, you're not like that famous. Right. So, um, so Are like he, 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 on, he even verified on Instagram, bro. Yeah. This, dude, this guy. So like the listener heard like a Craigslist or saw a Craigslist ad. He was like fresh out of college, like this weird, like personal assistant, like slash, like helping make a podcast and documentary. And it's like in Morocco and like your expenses are paid, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, Oh, this is sick. Like, like I, I'll be able to travel and, you know, have these expenses paid and like learn about making this stuff. And, and like he gets there and just starts immediately getting weird. And then like fast forward, you know, a month he's converted to Islam and like, is like being emotionally <laughs> oh, no. and mentally abused. And this guy's like berating him and like, he has to clean up the guy's poop and he's not allowed oh, to no. leave and he's being threatened. Oh, no. You're probably wondering how I got in this situation. It's like, and he had to like escape and like being told that if he, you know, if he tries to leave, like this guy has connections at, um, the embassies and like the border and like, they're going to arrest him. And like this dude, the celebrity who he's working for had successfully jailed his previous assistant and like a maid and like what? basically cause for going against him. Right. And he like, needs to be brought to, was he brought to justice? Please tell me there's a happy ending. No, nobody. Damn, I'm too high bro, for this. But Fuck. He's dead now <laughs> oh that's good that's justice as of recent, that's street justice yeah but still killed him yeah as of recently dude i don't even think the like i go listen to halloween episodes if you want like but like um i don't even think like the guy is back yet so get this like this is recent enough that he's called me this halloween and like i'm, I'm like oh how is it to be home and he's like i haven't come home yet like covid hit and like i'm in indonesia now and like what? <laughs> Damn, dude. Yeah. Um, I got a like raw deal. or something. Yeah. So still over <laughs> Insanity. That. Well, because I think like his thinking was I'm like, now Russell Simmons' personal assistant here in Indonesia. <laughs> yeah, right. Mm -hmm. Please help. Um, but yeah, he did hit me up like and sent me the link to the article. The guy finally died. So oh, thank I'm God. sure that's like. Rest in peace, you dead bitch. Rest yeah, in peace. It's guy. a fa really fascinating story. And then the other one, I know that took a while to explain, but the other one was. um. Dude, I mean, this had me shook too. Um, and actually, like these take a mental toll on me to record. Like, cause it's like seemingly, you're, yeah. Like you're, you're talking like a Facebook to, content moderator. <laughs> you're talking to these people who like, you know, they they're enough, they're similar enough to you that they like your podcast and like you have the same sensibilities. They could be, you know, they're normal people, and they're telling you stuff that's like defies your understanding of the world, and you believe right. reality. Them. Yeah, yeah. Um, the very essence of reality. So this one, I'm not even going to bother trying to explain the whole thing, but like, yeah, give us the highlights. <laughs> yeah. Like basically this girl moved into a house where the previous owner moved suddenly when their daughter died and their daughter was like around the same age. And she starts seeing this girl and like, and continued to see this girl for like her whole life until now. And like, 
like and this girl the caller is like definitely also like like she's not like off pod she's like talking to me like you know she's normal as a human being but like i i think that like whatever you would want to call it like a medium or having some kind of like psychic abilities like i do think that like i don't know i don't want to get like too weird on you guys but go off i do think that like you know we don't understand everything about the the universe like it's it's unknowable bro things like that i do think that there is like some people who can maybe like tap into the other side so to speak and she's Um, one of these i think and i think a lot of the people who claim to be able to do that are bullshit but like dude she just like she had the juice she had the juice yeah so I think that's like a major factor here and um in her ability to communicate with the dead. Yeah, and um it's a really really fascinating story just for the fact that it's been with her her whole life and not necessarily always in a scary way. And um also she's from Chicago and like like she's telling it in a non-sensational way, like kind of like she's not even she was never looking for it, you know. Right. There's some people that like you could tell like oh you wanted this to happen. Like you're a ghost freak. And you right. sort of like are hoping that yeah. you see a ghost. Like, so no. she got like what kind of she got like stock tips or anything like like. Uh, <laughs> you know, good? No. Right. I don't think the yeah. ghosts can see the future. That's a, the problem. Really? But maybe like oh, you know, true, yeah. No. No, but she like because they transcend space and time. They can only see the past. She could. What about the ghost of Christmas? Fucking future, dog. I know, right? What about future? Oh. Yeah, <laughs> we need to tap in a future yeah. Hendrix. But um, so these are all the Halloween episodes, and people should check them out. I know, yeah. Sorry, you get me it, going. It, like, like this is like clearly something I could talk about for a long time. No, no, I, mean, right? I, I teased yeah. it with the Tom DeLonge stuff because right. I'm also interested right. in the aliens. But no, I mean the the Halloween episodes, even if they do kind of uh, leave a leave like you exhausted, it sounds like they are a passion project of yours. And again, this is like why people fuck with YBS is that it truly is like your your and Brandon's passion project at this point. Like, what have you guys ever thought about what the future of YBS might hold? Um, I don't know. Like, he's gonna pod till you die. Yeah, forever. I mean, it's dude. Quarantine changed everything, right? Like, dude, this was a side project before. Like, absolutely a side project for us. This is like right. the only year where it's this has been our job. Like, and we decided to take it seriously when COVID hit. You know, but before that, it was like a hundred percent a side project. Like, I I didn't edit episodes at all. Right. Like, yeah, we just have people over to my house, fucking talk about you know. Do you miss? Like, do you miss that? And I know we're still in the in the middle of the question of of where do you see the future, but do you miss that? What how it used to be with like less pressure? I miss and, having the guests over. Like that was. Sick. Well, no, I mean outside of that, I mean in terms of the seriousness oh. or the scope of the show, because obviously everyone would rather pot in person. That's like the best. Yeah. It's the best excuse to get paid to hang out, right? Like, yeah, it's incredible. Um. But what was the question then? Like, what do you what, miss what's about the future? Like that what's the future? Yeah, but still, like, with with things, you know, with vaccines on the horizon, with things opening up, maybe. Um, have you guys started thinking about, you know, what's the five year plan here? Uh, I don't quote know, the homie well, Chairman Mao. I, oh yeah, I think that's like why I started explaining that first half. But like, I was what I was leading into is that we never really thought, like, we were never concerned about the future of the podcast because it was always like what's the future of Jack and what's the future of Brandon's career separately. And then like, Oh, it's also cool that we have this like dumb podcast we do on the side. Right. But then suddenly it's like, Oh yeah, we both can't work for a year. Right. right. Now this is like all we do. So <laughs> I don't know. I think we, it would be, um, 
I mean, we're not going to stop anytime soon, but it'll be, um, it'll be interesting once things open back up. Like, are you enjoying it more now too, that there's like, it, it feels more official is like the way you feel like you're describing it or do you, or just part of you, I guess part of you misses made the chill vibes from before. Right. Um, I have no way of knowing, dude. I like, I don't, you guys feel upside down this year. Like, like yeah. I don't remember all the well, way. We, like what so it was we, like we went full time. We went, so we launched throwing fits in January, 2020 to be on our own. Right. Like we were always at bar stools, always kind of just mm-hmm. like, Oh, we'll, we'll go in there. Zero beers, talk, whatever afterthought, not even like a site, like completely nothing. And then we left our jobs in Lawrence left in May. I left in June. Right. So we left. So we don't know what potting independently in a non COVID world world really looks like. Yeah. I guess that's, yeah. So, right. So, like, I'll do something like, I'll float. I was like, yo, Lawrence, like, you ready to start thinking like office space? And he's like, no, I'm not paying for an office. I'm like, I get it. You're broke, but like, we need a fucking studio. <laughs> I've wanted to do that too. Like, that's like something I thought about in the future. Um, I thought it'd Steam be funny up, to bro. like have a, well, yeah, I mean, you're across the country. That's the one problem. But like, well, you know, like yeah. a, a WeWork thing. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Well, I thought it'd be cool to have like a storefront, like in Echo Park or something where, you yeah. know, like, you know, like downtown, they'll have like news shows where you could kind of like put your face up against the glass. Yeah, absolutely. Really funny. Just like forced. Yeah, but still on like the community. You know, yeah. Lawrence and I were talking to someone pre-pandemic. They're like, yo, we're trying to open up this like, uh, radio studio in like 30 rock and so yeah, the people coming did, through people coming through like in the lobby in this like beautiful art deco lobby it'll be like old school where it was like a newsstand yeah and they want to turn into like a little radio show and like if you guys want like space we can definitely work it's like a little out. And then, booth like a railroad and it was going to be and the guy uh, was like yo do you want to you want to come check it out on march <laughs> 17th and yeah. like that was like when the world shut down <laughs> That's so yeah. funny. I'm sure they're probably still doing that. I mean, or they're probably going to in the future, but yeah, that was rent is exactly low. Was. I mean, we could all afford it right now, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Like store. But it was like potting in a cage. Like you're like a, an animal at a zoo, right? <laughs> so you guys Basically. would be in like a glass case and it was, there was emotion. a w- and motion. Yeah. And they were like, uh, I guess it was still soundproof in a way or Wait, like you say in they- motion. A glass case of emotion. Oh, of emotion. Very cool Anchorman reference. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I was like, oh, is it turning too? Like yeah. a little display <laughs> yes. case. Completely. It's just a car on the six train. Yeah. Um, these, like okay. These, these the deep dives that you, these deep dives that you do do uh, Jack that you kind of like, you know, spearhead. And, and I know that like you love these kind of weird sub, sub, sub niche cultures Fringe. of the larger, you know, online community. What's been the internet deep dive that has truly like shocked and entertained you at the same time the most. Oh man. That's a like funny deep dives or like, yeah, just or like what, crazy. What, what shocked you? What what entertained you? Like what hit? What stuck with you the most? Um, dude, I don't. I mean, there's like I I feel like things have. Uh, it's been a while since I've been doing like really like funny ones because I think the mm. weight of everything in the last couple of years it's Ooh, just like, so- not left room for right. Like, haha, like, look at this, like, weird goofball on the internet. Cause, like, all those people turned into QAnon. Right. They like, became actually dangerous. Yeah. It's like, like, some guy that, like, I would previously find on Musically that would just, like, <laughs> you know, be playing guitar in a funny way or some shit. Like, now he's or like capital, you know, yeah. or like playing, like, making airsoft videos himself. Yeah. It's like now they're doing domestic terrorism and, like, yeah, now he's an keeper. Yeah. It's like not as silly and fun. I mean, maybe we'll go back to that. Maybe 
I don't know, maybe it was always this serious and like we just kind of were able to pretend it wasn't before. But yeah, it's like those people that I would find are usually like are now it's like this whole different thing. So I, I mean, I did kind of enjoy diving into the Q world before all of it was closed down and like the Trump conspiracy theory people that was really entertaining. But, um, but yeah, unfortunately, like a lot of those people, like all of my favorite ones were so far in the past. that It's even hard to remember, you know, is there currently like a, a, a dark corner of the internet um, or like a phenomenon that actually does like frighten you that you've stumbled upon like casually or, or maybe you have checked out uh, more intensely because yeah, it sounds like you know, the internet's not that fucking rosy these days, you know? Um, off top, I'm not entirely sure. I mean, it's a really boring answer, but like all of the Q adjacent stuff, um, like we're definitely not at the end of that. Like this is like, yeah. we're certainly in the midst of like a mental health crisis. And like, this is not like the funny haha like content, but like, dude, You're like not that's wrong. not like, it's just so much worse. And, um, friend of the pod, Josh Citarella, uh, is, does a lot of research related to this. Also a friend of the pod, Daniel Keller. Um, both of them, I've had them on before to talk about this type of stuff because they've both um, done a lot of research and um, work on like what creates these fringe conspiracy theory groups and um, what makes them worse and so on. And um, I mean, Josh has said that like basically like splitting them up like this and like, you know, pushing them away is just going to make them like even more <laughs> powerful right more yeah when you like when you like eliminate a group like that it's it splits off into splinter groups that are even more diehard like they certainly lose like like extremists it becomes like like a taliban yeah Yeah. um but yeah so this is like literally like how isis was formed right like this is like the creation of the fringe group becomes yeah well except we are funding them yeah, except it was our fault. <laughs> well, it's, I mean, hey, it's always our fault, right? We're funding too. Yeah, we're yeah. funding QAnon in a way. Yeah. yeah. Um, like targeted individuals, like is that was before Q, but that's like a frightening corner of the internet. That's like pre-Q. Daniel Keller actually gave an interesting talk about that. But if you're not familiar with targeted individuals, that's like... Are you guys familiar? Well, no, like, no. Like revenge porn and like... No, 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 no. Okay. Let me try to explain this in a concise way. So a targeted individual um, definitely is a mental illness, right? Like this is like a key part, but they don't know that. They believe in um, something called gang stalking. Gang stalking is uh, this idea that the government is doing a large stalk of you to drive you crazy, uh, intimidate you, scare you. Um, and it would involve like a large group of people coordinating to mess with your head. Right. So like, like if I were to gang stalk you, imagine I'm like the head of the CIA and I have like all of these like minions, like, like, all right, like, I'm going to, I'm going to fuck with Lawrence. I'm going to drive him insane by, um, I'm going to drive like all these different UPS trucks around him all day. Like, and he's like 25. <laughs> there will not be a single John for him. No Johns. No. Yeah. No, but like, like that. And it's like, okay, I'm going to yeah. pull up a red car is going to pull up to his house every day at 9am and honk twice. Just a little thing. Right. Got it. little things. And, um, that that's what they think is happening. And so if you go on YouTube and search, at least back in the day, you could do this search targeted individual. You'll find these videos of these people who they see this stuff and they think the government's after them trying to drive them crazy. And that 
all of these things are being coordinated. Uh, the problem is that it has a name and there's internet groups for these people to meet each other and con- confirm each other's delusions. Right. Right, so of course. if you can imagine like people with delusions or schizophrenia or something like that, like they're all... They're talking about gassing, getting gassed up. They're gassing each other. They're absolutely gassing each other up. (laughs) And part of this is that like the government's in on this and you have no idea how vast this conspiracy theory is, right? Like, so that doctor, your sister made you go see and told you that you have a mental illness and you take these pills, bro. Who do you think, who do you think the doctor is? He's in on it. And like, then you have these forums where they're all in there and be like, oh no, the do, do not go to the, like, do not take those pills. Do not, those antipsychotics are actually right. going to give you like autism or whatever. And like, sure. I mean, there was always people that like, you know, thought the government was listening in on their head. Yeah. But they Tim didn't have like hat motherfuckers. They didn't have sub like, like uh forums to go to yeah. enable and fellow like, enablers and be like, no, you're not crazy. Like I feel yeah. the same and exact just way. Aiding and abetting each other. Aiding and abetting each other. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah, damn. But it is like a hole you could dive down because there are they're documenting this stuff. It's on YouTube. Like right. They're trying to prove their delusions, right? Through they're, vlogging like, and they're whatever. really confident. They'll be like, they'll be filming like a UPS truck and be like, there it is again. <laughs> okay. Like, <laughs> right. and like to you, a sane person, you're like, man, that's literally just like your mail, man. <laughs> like, right. So these are all these people are all what like uh what is it like they're schizophrenic or psychotic and they and they just running wild. Is that what it is? Or is targeted um, individual that's not the mental illness, right? Well, I think that doc, they haven't quite categorized it yet. Maybe they have, but at, like at least a couple of years ago, uh the field was kind of like trying to figure out what it is because like it's it's clearly something new, right? Right. Yeah, newer phenomenon. Um, I mean, it's a, it's a form media. of it's a form of paranoia now. Yeah, right. It's also like narcissism, where you're at the center of some like yeah. government plot. Yeah, like why? Here's the thing: Why would the government be trying to you know drive you? It's like why? Like yeah, what is so special about you? The other That's thing is like, I mean, this is like stuff that I don't really like. The Jamila Jamil stuff. I did an episode about that one time, and like yeah. people kind of had like mixed opinions about it, but like the fact that she said that she's been like attacked by bees like four to five different times. And there's like all these like weird stories. And she supposedly has like all these diseases. Like, right. Basically it was, you know, I had this person on who has this theory that she has like Munchausen syndrome, which is right. 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 And like this person also kind of has pointed out to me that there's like other people you could find online who just like kind of have most likely have Munchausen like people mm-hmm. whose online presences are just constantly talking about these, like all these ailments, like an impossible amount of diseases. Right. They, you know, mm-hmm. that's a weird dark hole to go down. Yeah. And especially with like celebrities, like you start seeing like, like Ilaria Baldwin, like yeah. that's another one where it's like I, the like, dude from the league who pretended he was in nine 11. Yeah. Where it's just like, I mean, he yeah. got caught. Yeah, Baldwin kind of got caught, but like she, yeah, like that's just like scratching the surface on her. You're like, dude, you see it? They're so big. Like, dude, those people, like the weirdest stuff, you can't take them down. Like Jamila, yeah. like anybody, a Baldwin, absolutely not. Like, <laughs> we're powerless print. against these damn Baldwin's. With the Bald, it's the Baldwin's no, and the Kennedys. Nobody yeah, will print dude. it. Like, 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 try to find somebody to like seriously print anything about that. Like. Right. Like the uh, woman who broke the Baldwin news is a like, I know her. 
Um, and I never talked about this because she like had to go private because then she, like she was basically just like forced off the internet. Oh boy. Yeah. Who, who is it? I mean, we don't say her. I don't know. Just like a, a, a woman I went to college with and, yeah. and she just broke it on her Twitter, years. right? She was yeah, the one that like, drew, she, was like, she went viral and then it becomes yeah. it was a meme. Story. She's like, why hasn't anyone talked about like yeah. her fake Spanish accent? Like this bitch <laughs> is from Boston or whatever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Cause I, um, I talked to Tracy Morrissey who like did a Instagram thread that went viral too. Like after your friend, like, I don't think she tried to take credit for it or anything, but like, it was just, um, and she was the one that did the Jamila thing that went viral, but um, like on Instagram or whatever. But yeah, it's honestly, like, I think it's a weird I corner think to deep dive. The common through line, red line of all these individuals is he's targeting one, in one form or another, cloud chasing. Wow, dude, cloud that is the, crazy. That is the you, actual. You, that is the actual pandemic, people. You you think it's a targeted individual? I think it's a motherfucker, fucking clout chaser, dude. A fucking clout <laughs> well, shark, dude. I think if we want to sum up like a lot of different topics that we've discussed, I was talking about freaks, my freak raider. <laughs> I was talking about like Shia LaBeouf. I was talking about Jamila Munchausen, targeted individuals, blah blah blah. I do think that like. Being famous, oh, and Neve, obviously, Neve, sure, of course, just like Asian these zero. people who are just like absolute freaks, like just observably. And you're like looking around, like, does nobody else notice this guy's like fucking weird, <laughs> right? Like, why is he doing Were they, this? Yeah, but does fame make them a freak or are they no, a freak I think before they become famous, right? Just That's as a the... person who's like has a taste of being a public figure of sorts, like hosting things or whatever, like. And and what it takes to kind of like be bigger and stuff like that, like I think um, it requires. Oh, you're talking like, about like what, selling your soul, like what selling it, yourself, what fame requires selling yourself, of you. selling your soul, um, or even just like having that thought in your head to be like, oh, I deserve to like be listened to or seen. Like you either need to be really confident in what you do as like a performer, like your craft, or you need to be really confident just in yourself as a person, if you don't do anything like, and you have to have a massive ego and like a lot of those people are just narcissists, right? Right. Like you could get really far on just being a narcissist. That's true. Of like, everyone you named, there was narcissist. maybe like one talented person in that bunch. I mean, I mean like I, look I, at I, Donald I, Trump. Like, I mean, yeah, sure, not, the I know example. that kind of sounds cliche, but like in a no, fascinating true. way, like I do think that just nar- narcissism got him so far. Like it could get you as really far as far you could possibly go. He's the as leader of the free world. Possibly go. Yeah. Um, and he will be again in 2024. Yeah. Um, I mean, yo, your yet. boy, your boy, Jonathan Davis said it best. Something takes a part of me feeling like a freak on a leash. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, feeling like, like I have that's no release. Be the outro music, by the way. But like, I think for we're sure. like, we're all pretty humble probably. And like second guess. Well, like, uh, two of us like, are speak for yourself, brother. <laughs> two of well, us are like, you know what it's like to just be like, ah, oh, man, like you, you second guess yourself all the time. Like my podcast, like sometimes I feel like, ah, oh, I hope that I host the dumbest podcast. Like I suck, blah, 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 know, whatever. Control. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. But I think that's normal, you know, like sure. what it takes to like really grind up to like being the best, like to go fucking really go for it. Dude, you have to be like, so confident that you're you're so good at something that like the world's gonna make you be famous, right? Like there are some people that are just like absolutely like fucking incredibly talented. Like Tiger Woods, for example, that doc. Yeah. Like 
oh, he's a fucking like incredible golfer. And like, he's so fucking good that he's going to be the most famous guy in the world. Like, as you could see, he's not good at being famous. No, he's terrible not at, good it. at being famous. <laughs> and quite frankly, hates it. I think probably. Yeah. Hates right? himself for sure. To some degree, like he's yeah. one of those people that's so talented that it doesn't matter whether or not he has an ego. Right. And then there's a the complete opposite of that where it's somebody that's like mainly just has a psychotic ego. Jake like, Logan Paul. <laughs> well, I was right? going to say, I think, I think it helps for those, for that category. I think it helps to uh, be a white man. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That absolutely helps. Yes. Doubt. Jack and told, I are living proof. Yeah. Told from birth that you're the fucking goat. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I'm saying like, that's like why you see so many people that are famous and then it comes out and they're just like, oh, this person was a, a psychopath. Piece of shit. Yeah. Piece of yeah. shit. Like it's like, I'm not using psychopath in a derogatory term. Like some, in no, some cases, like, it's just like, oh, this person was insane yeah. the whole yeah, time. wrong with them. Yeah. Like nobody's sure. talked about this. Well, Jack, like, uh, yeah. chemically, you, know, you, you being you being a humble, you being a humble guy is why like we like you and why, you know, we're so happy that you came on the pod. Um, and I do want to fucking take that humbleness and toss out the window and take the spotlight off of others and focus it on you here for a second. Um, you know, talk about money. It's a bit, bit of a taboo subject in the society, but I think, you know, it's important, right? It's, it's why you have your Patreon numbers public. It's why we have it public. Uh, just so, you know, if you want to do this, here's what you're going up against here. Here are the comps. My question to you, sir: How much money do you make? Dude, and keep in mind Neve, that Neve, Neve, keep in mind that Neve, Neve is, ass? yeah, Neve yeah. answered this immediately. Yeah. I mean, it comes for all guests. Eventually. Well, the question is, I'm just not going to answer it. Is the question? All right, fair, yeah. fair. Uh, that's that like what, that's that's what everyone does. Um, there's a test. You guys yeah. told me this is a well, test. I know the answer. Yeah. How, how much money would you like well, to make, though? Like, is there a a number that you can, can I also be a cruising? Uh, that's your cruising altitude. Okay. You, you're going to say something? Yeah. Before we even get there, what about as far as uh, the money that you make being like a full-time podcaster versus the money you made when it was just a side project? Are you doing better now or worse? How about that? Um, it varies. I like make a different amount of money every year for sure. Cause I've never had a full-time job. I'm like mm. hustling. No, f- no fake, no fake. You're a rising grind. Type I'm, a, guy, I'm a girl boss. Sure. Um, <laughs> So it varies every year. I will say that like I I'm not like as hurt as I thought I would be this year not working because um I'm not out like you know running up bar tabs or like sure. eating out all the time. Like that's kind of cool. Um, you know, it's like amazing, like just like cooking, like how much money you save. Right. You know? Absolutely. And how much and how much weight you drop. Yeah. Going to Costco, yeah. dude. Absolutely. <laughs> How much money would you like to make though? Like yeah. eventually when uh, in, in all things considered, all things, you know, back to normal, like what's a number where you're just like, you know what? Like I, I could live at this for the rest of my life. Uh, I'm, I'm thinking cause it's like a billion dollars. Yeah. No. Well, a cool Neve Shulman, half th- a mil. What you want, I think what you want is like the ideal is you want to make more than like the league you're grouped into. Right. Like, but just a little bit more, I'd say, and like whatever class, right? Because like I make more, way more now than I did when I was in my twenties, like or early twenties, I should say, like tw- right. twenty specifically. <laughs> okay, like the time when I was like at Jimmy John's, work, working Jimmy John's on the bike. Um, yeah, you know, like literally grabbing change from the couch to like go to GameStop and get a used copy of Grand Theft Auto <laughs> Three. Or Stonk. Like, like, Sick, Vice City, like, hell yeah, dumb 
stupid shit. Um, right. So like, dude, like any amount of money then would have, I would have felt like God. King. Yeah. God. Yeah. Right. It's all relative. Um, That's fair. But I think like when you level up, like the definition of what is a lot and what is a little changes, right? Your standards change. In- it changes instantly. Instantly. I mean, that's the curse, right? Is that dime, where, yes. where you're at is that is never enough. Never so, good enough. Grass is always greener. Yeah. And even like Fucking the richest race, the richest people yeah. I've heard stories of like, like friends who are close to very wealthy people. John Mayer. Like, <laughs> not not him, but like even wealthier, honestly, as who I was thinking of. But yeah, John Mayer, if you're listening, you fucking broke ass bitch. Get even, out of here. Even like, like broken here, Johnny. Even billionaires like are hard on themselves, like and compare themselves to like Cepedo, Jeff Bezos. Yeah, like <laughs> and Bezos no, compares himself only to fucking God. yeah. So yeah, what, so he knew. What is 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 food and going out boozing? Are those your like main money expenditures? No, I'm buying tools, world? dude. I'm like, I'm not a food <laughs> person at all. I'm buying tools. I'm buying like dumb shit, like like audio you're building equipment. Like, you're building equipment and shit. Um, that's fun to buy. Like, but yeah, like but gear, dumb like nonsense toys. Like, <laughs> I'm I'm like pretty happy, dude. Like, I I think the ideal that's is, great. Like, the ideal is that like the ideal amount of money is if you can just like. Bot, like do the stupid shit that you like doing without checking your bank account and like worrying super hard right right you don't want to stress for sure yeah um and that could be true at any level i think um, let's talk about a a even more like primitive uh need of man which is meats and cheeks <laughs> fucking um you're in a loving long-term relationship which is amazing that's true um and you know, I know this. I've I've never we've never hung out IRL. I've never met your girlfriend, but I know this because she is on your IG. Did you ever hesitate? And we kind of talked about this about like putting your family out there. You have a lot of Instagram followers. Did you ever hesitate like putting your relationship out there like that? Like you like you sometimes sometimes do. Um, yeah. As a humble dude, I there's definitely like considerations. Like I don't like I'll do within reason, but I don't enjoy doing it. Like. I definitely have opinions about that. Um, I guess it's like, who are you really doing it for? Like posting stuff about your relationship. My main thing is that like when you post it, like there's a comment section and it's like, (laughs) this was where we go back to people with egos, right? Like I don't have a big ego that needs to be fed. Like my ego is not hungry. Some people have a hungry ego where they need that like real spit like they need to post that and have people be like oh you guys are so cute or whatever like right when i see something like that i get nothing i'm like okay that was a nice thing to say like i don't know that person <laughs> Thank like, you. So I'm not Ooh, like whatever thanks yeah. i guess but then somebody could say something mean and it hurts it my hurt feelings. Your feelings right so that's a net negative for you There's net no negative game. net negative yeah. And ultimately, at, at best, it's a even net the nice neutral. things. And then there's like weird things or like anything, like all of it makes me feel a little weird because it's like, man, like there's these people I don't know and they're making assessments of something, life. Has, my life and like something precious. So it's like, yeah, this is not for them to weigh in on, period. Like, right. So are you, so you're like, so you're a private person. So even just like relationship aside, like you clearly would rather put, less of yourself out there so like the pod is as much as you you envision yourself being like a forward-facing performer um it doesn't necessarily like um i don't know i'm not like ruling anything out like i I definitely don't have a craving for it but like i mean 
I'm, I'm, at a certain point, you think you will you'll need to do that though to like I'm make talking a leap about or like, something. I'm talking about like real thing. Like when I'm talking about like posting relationship stuff, I'm talking about like posting like real shit. Like, dude, <laughs> posting some funny picture of us on vacation or something. Like, oh, for for sure, post it. Like, I'm not like hiding. I'm not like private, right? But sometimes I see people post like some serious like relationship shit, and it's like. Dude, what are you putting that out? Like, who's that? Why? Like, why? You know? Look, or like, I, look I'm fucking. Look, Ma, yeah. I'd be fucking. Or like, you know, like something that people would really, I don't know, just like doesn't need, do they, your followers need to know or see that? It's like kind of, again, why? It, it, this is cloud chasing. Yeah, yeah. it's like, it's, it's like Neve. Really cloud, cloud comes back to that. Like Neve putting his like babies on catfish for me one day to like turn it into content and be like, yeah, you're a fucking serial killer putting your wife on TV. Like, <laughs> Yeah. You ever, you, do think that, about like, Neve, you ever think about Neve's feelings, Jack? No, because huh? he's on a, a show <laughs> called Catfish that's not on right. TV. And to yeah. me, he's the guy on TV. Like he's not, you know, some person. Yeah, he's that not, I know a, in real he's life. not a real person, just right? like podcasters. <laughs> well, yeah, because he's yeah. like a character on a TV sure. show. He's like so playing a character. You're not thinking of the you're not thinking of the 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 you know lesbian beater, right? right. You're thinking of the the, <laughs> but, <laughs> the, but nice there, guy. the character is that he's nice. Yeah, <laughs> not punching women in the face. Exactly. I'm not a nice guy. I just play one on TV. But the, the idea of the character shit, James and I often joke to some degree of, of seriousness that like there's James and Lawrence and there's Jimmy and Larry, but there's only one Jack. Like you don't turn, you don't like ham. You might ham it up. In, I used like to a, a lot more. Really? Oh, really? Uh, dude, on Instagram and shit. Like I was like, uh, f- for sure. I was like goofing. Like everything I said on there was like a joke. Uh, I'd love to go back to that one day. It's just like, I don't know. I feel like it's about being in the headspace. Like, cause like things just suck. So you don't like it. So why would you be that happy jovial guy? I don't know. Like a lot of factors, but maybe, you know, maybe one day I'll, I'll get there. I mean, I used to do a lot of things. It was like, really like people weren't sure if I was joking or not or ball. John blah. Mayer most famously. Yeah. Yeah. Um, maybe one day he'll put the mask back on. Yeah. But, um, and like people didn't know me back then. Now people know me with the pod. Like, right. Is a little harder, um, but with I think we were originally talking about the putting like your private life out there. You know, yeah. it's just like why? Like I don't know. Like what are you going to gain? It's weird to me that people have the instinct to do it when there's not a clear thing to be gained. Maybe it makes it. It creates a type of transparency that makes people think that they're being really relatable or or knowable, which breeds a closeness. So. I can see it, it why it would be well, how you can manipulate it in an advantageous way if you are a podcaster or some type of if you're like figure. monetizing it, it's like, oh yeah, get your bag. Like I have a friend who like does is like a family blogger and like he's done it since his you know, he like it's basically like family video home videos on YouTube. It's like, Sick. bro, get it's get wild. your get your bag. Like yeah, whatever <laughs> yeah. you've decided to do that. But I'm not yeah. I'm not getting if you're getting a bag, it's different. Like <laughs> That changes everything. It's, bag, it's weirder when there's all. no bag. Yeah. You have to really. <laughs> Why are you doing anything if there's no bag? Yeah, right. Um, I don't get out of. I don't get out of bed for less than a fucking bag. Though. Like I think a good example of this. Um, and like I'm sorry if you guys did this. It's not a big <laughs> deal. But like this Valentine's Day came and went, and me and my girlfriend like didn't do posts, but like a lot of people did, and like halfway through the day we're like, oh yeah, you we're just not doing the Valentine's day post. And we were like, well, I guess why? Like we're, I've seen you every day for the last year. We live to like, <laughs> like it's weird. To, like It's weird to like send you a message from social, like via social media. Right. When it's like, sure. I haven't like been away from you for an entire year. Like, <laughs> like, it's not the longest we've been apart was like, 
two hours, maybe. It's so you're funny. Like take, like, you're like taking a shit with the door open. She's like eating in bed. Your phone dings. You're like, oh, you posted a photo of me. How nice of you. Yeah. And I'll like do a story a where it's like directed because I was seeing a lot of that. Like, like you're directing the post at them, like at Chelsea. Like a message. Like, yeah. Yeah. yeah sure. like, you're the love of my life. Like, you know, that kind of thing. It's like, just tell, walk yeah, to the like next room five, and tell the person. <laughs> yeah. And in this year specifically, there's no way to like, you know, if people know that you live together, it's like, there's no way to assume like, oh, maybe they're not sitting next to each other. Right. Exactly. Everybody knows you're at home. Any yeah. sort of private conversation that plays out on where oh, people brutal. choose to like, you see this all the time with like rat beefs, right? It's like, yo, text the guy. Right? Yeah. Like text him something or like text him. Thank yeah. you. Don't put it. Although I say this as I posted something, I was like, yo, thanks for the flow team. Yeah. Um, yeah. We always got to thank people for free Johns. That's different. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that, that's a form of a bag, right? Yeah. You and that's, it. and that's yeah. the exchange. A lot of times that's the exchange, right? You're getting the product for the shout out. That's a different thing, but oh, people are yeah, putting their personal business out there or whether it's a rapper beef or like, even like relationships, like a love letter. Like, yeah. Yeah. All right, Jack, I, I, I do want, I do think people yourself, deserve, weirdo. I do think people deserve to know more of you because your interests are so varied and uh, depth have depth, right? So in this segment, fuck with not fuck with, we're going to find out what you're fucking with. That's a working title. What you're not fucking with uh, music. What music are you fucking with right now? Yeah. You mentioned a lot of great, you know, metal and hardcore, but like, here's your chance to, you know, really oh, banging away that taste level. This is bigger than merch. Um, Let me, I will say that this was a bad year for music, at least on my end. Yeah. Same. I'm sorry to like immediately go asterisk, mode, but like, <laughs> Yeah. That's notably this year. Maybe it's that I'm not out in the world, like moving and shaking, right? Like that's definitely part of it. But and I think people are not releasing as much. Um, yeah, because <laughs> right, then they can't tour. Yeah, yeah. Um, you don't make money off streams. Come on, make money off bootleg merch. <laughs> exactly. Let me. Um, maybe I'll peep like what I'm listening to at the time. Sure. We're not doing like a best of just like, yeah, what are you listening to right now? Yeah, what are you fucking like, with? I believe is the segment. When you went to moon juice this morning, what were, were you banging? Yeah. Moon juice. Um, <laughs> some weird, we've been listening to a lot of country music at the okay. house. Go um, on. Eddie Arnold. Dude, I have young Dolph in my recently. <laughs> Hell yeah. I mean, yeah. young Dro, right? A lot it's of young. Dolph, Dro dude, I was rinsing young Dro tropical. I was listening yeah. to young Dro last week. Um, I was listening mm -hmm. to a lot of like old straight edge music. This morning I was listening to Youth of Today. I don't. Oh, nice. Of course, classic. Um, and instead, um, I was um, I was listening to a lot of hardcore running this year. I've I, I got into running, so I'm like doing that. Congrats. Um, I was diving back into the Prodigy. I'm like listening. I'm looking at my liked songs, so I'm like, yeah, they're pretty random. Yeah, big rip. I'm a little random. I like a little bit of everything. <laughs> Right. Um, you're well, you're a random girl boss, dude. We've yeah, established that. You know what I'm saying? You're so random. I listen to Such rock and I listen to boss. rap. Wow. <laughs> I'm the guy I'm the guy that multitudes. listens to Biggie at the farmer's market. Yo, that's crazy. You listen <laughs> you listen to the gangster <laughs> rap on the way to yoga. Yeah, right. Wow. <laughs> at Moon Juice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um I listen to a lot of Tiger's Jaw this year. I don't know if you guys know that band. I'd like not to Tiger. have them on the pod too. They're not super big, but Tiger's Jaw? Tiger's Jaw. Okay. That, I would love that uh, that mashup. <laughs> um, any music you're not fucking with? Like yeah, anything what, what that's you, out there that's popular that you're just like, this is trash. You already made fun of what Brandon listens to, like at the top top. What was that? Ariana Grande. Uh, what is he likes? Carly Rae Jepsen, but she fucking rocks. So no slander. No, you said Char Ray. Charlie XCX. That's Chuck. Oh, Charlie. Chuck's but I know, yeah, I like but I know Charlie he likes too. Carly Rae Jepsen's gas. gas. 
Is she gas? I've never really like that. Fuck yes, dude. Hell yeah. She um, rocks. You want to fucking, what do you say? You're not out there moving and shaking. You'll be moving and shaking at home when you put on Carly Ray. That booty. I promise you that. Okay, I'll check it out. Um, we but, didn't uh, see you wrong on Young Dro, right? Yeah. Bro, well, he was familiar. You didn't, you didn't introduce me to Young Dro. Like, I don't think anyone was clear. steered. I don't think anyone was steered. Uh, you did tell me was to it, revisit I Am Legend tropical. soundtrack. Yes. And you told All me to right, listen to Tropical. Uh, what is the. Uh, <laughs> Oh my god! I was blank on the lyrics right now. A wee away, a wee away, a wee away, a wee away. Got a chopper on Katrina spray because my chopper is on Katrina spray. Oh, oh wait, candy paint tropical. A wee away, a wee away. Yeah. Got to call FEMA because my chopper is on Katrina spray, which incredible. Not to dodge the music question, but really funny lyrics. And when you, it's like that's why I like Young Drobe. When you break it down, you get to have like a a glimpse into his brain and it yeah, was like a really fascinating way it's incredible you could tell he just goes like brain to the pen like to the paper right no nope. you think there's paper are you kidding me there might That's not all- be paper yeah there's definitely there not, not there's definitely paper. no there's definitely not a tree was harmed in the making of any verses i promise like a man needs a grammy because it's like a lot of leaps in <laughs> life there's a lot of leaps in connections right there with the lyrics right like well he's like, one of the best well Oh, and yeah. the, the final point on Young Dro there is kind of like he gets no credit for the kind of stuff that people the praise that's lavished on the Camerons and the Little Waynes who I are in another echelon. But in terms of Atlanta, that free association shit that predates Thugger and even to a lesser degree Future who do that really well. This is the precedent. He, yeah. He's the guy like, that established that pedigree to some degree. I had to listen or to, to a lot of degrees. I had to listen to it a couple times before I even realized that a Wima way of Wima way was he was referencing <laughs> the lion Wima sleeps way? tonight. Yeah. yeah. Which uh-huh. by the way, I don't think like, like that song's about like the jungle in Africa. Like I don't think yeah. it's tropical. It's a stretch. Like, I don't it's think definitely that's a stretch, but you, but you, but you can kind of see how he would, but it's like, you know. yeah, it, absolutely. So his candy paint is tropical. A wee moe, a wee moe. And then like yeah. the Katrina shit's just so funny that his chopper yeah. sprays like Hurricane Katrina. Yeah, <laughs> that's banging down that all song the levees. Like, dude, that song, it came out like a, long enough after Katrina, but it is really funny to to invoke the name of Hurricane Katrina, this ch- terrible tragedy. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a little tasteless, but I guess that's kind of like the beauty of Dro to some yo, degree. Right? Young Dro's like, the OG edgelord. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I miss when rap would do that. Like, remember, yeah. like, talking about, like, Twin Towers, like, yeah. referencing 9-11. Sure. I love it. Yeah. Bin Laden clips. I mean, Bin Laden, Bin Laden knocked down the world chopper. Yeah. Bush knocked down the towers. Yeah, yeah. immortal yes, technique, sir. obviously, all the hilarious bits that he would do. Uh, I mean, the song Gigi where he raped like, his own mother. Yeah. Oh my Dance God, with the yeah. devil. And that's, I mean, talking about, ed- talk about edgelord. See, that's where the irony became real because he is the ultimate rap edgelord for sure. Are you guys young Jeezy fans? Of course. Yeah. Are you fucking Big kidding dude, me? Like delivering pizzas, listening to the inspiration in my, in my Honda. Hypnotize big... is my favorite rap intro of all time. Ooh. Can we yeah, pull that up perhaps? That's on, that's on I have, Thug 102. I have, uh, I have my own favorite young Jeezy intro that I'd like to play. Oh, yeah. Well, we could put it as the outro music. Right now, your outro music is Corn Freak on a Leash. Would you like to amend that in real time? Yeah, I think so. If we're gonna what is it going to be? What is the Jeezy? Oh, are we want? ending it now? No, no. no I'm just a little taking bit more. a note. Yeah. Um, Bury Me a G by Young Jeezy. Of course. Only because it's one of my favorite like tropes in rap where they... um. Well, they'll do like this, like fake news segment. Like this happens a lot where it's like, yeah. like a fake news segment and the news it's really, it's 
far from convincing the premise <laughs> it's always like about something this, happened to the rapper that didn't happen in real life just right. like it's like a young Jeezy is of, shot yeah. like he's dead yeah. everybody and then like he'll come back in and be like no i'm not i'm alive <laughs> <laughs> but also we're it's like, it's like sometimes on rap albums it'll be like everybody's mourning his death he's the best often considered the best rapper in the world like <laughs> add in like some shit yeah, right. like that's G- not on G- the young jeezy song but like there's a lot of that sure jeezy now is kind of like like he fancies himself like an entrepreneur like a gary v type figure of like the southern atlanta black community like he has his own fucking cell phone shit you not he has his own water um i worked Bro. at Def Jam for two years and i got to spend a lot of time with, with jeezy and that was even though he's like kind of like this washed like og it's still amazing to be in jeezy's presence um, regardless of the fact that he's now like has like trash drip and is, you know, kind of like absolutely, you know, the washing verse, like what the verses with Gucci was like incredible. Cause I think oh, people yeah. forgot that because Gucci is cooler right now, right? He does like actual fashion ad campaigns. He's yeah. handsome. He has beautiful teeth. He got in shape, but Jeezy had more bigger bang and bigger bangers in my opinion. Yo, like, wait. And Jeezy also like, kind of like, like, Gucci tried to fucking you know raise the temperature and Jeezy's right. like, yo, bro, like yo, we're chill. We're not do- we're not gonna kill each other right now. Like yo, relax. That, that, that beef right is now. that beef is over. Yeah, not Can in we- church. We're at church right now. Dude. What's the name city. of um take it easy? What's the name of uh Jeezy's cell phone company? <laughs> oh my god, I fucking wish I knew. And then like, I know it. I'm re- looking at it right now, and it's what is it? It's a word that I'm I don't know if I'll oh <laughs> I don't know if I want to say it. I don't want to get anybody confused, but it's it's, uh, it's very similar to a word that I'm not, I am not allowed to say. <laughs> okay. okay, okay. It's uh, it's spelled F I G G E R S. Wow. Oh, so so he so the company really? is uh, a name that you wouldn't want to say out loud. That's a tough marketing decision. <laughs> I really didn't know where you're going to go with that until you got to the. F I G G E R S wireless. I, mean, I understood pretty Sorry. clearly. No, 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 I wasn't Hard sure which R. word. Yeah, but I wasn't <laughs> sure there. There were two words. I feel like that uh, it could have been and they're close just to combined. Those yeah. two words. Yeah, exactly. Wow, <laughs> that's this a, is in, this is amazing. Imagine being in the boardroom when they're like deciding on that name, and like nobody stood up and was like, you know, maybe a different name. Maybe we shouldn't sound like the N word. If you want, yeah. I, I can do some With digging. A hard R. I can do some digging and find you a video where he actually explains what the name is to uh, Charlemagne the God when they're sitting on his the porch of his grandmother's home. Who is this amazing woman? She's like either like sixty or like two hundred and ten, and she's so she's such a southern woman from like uh you know Macon County, Macon Macon County, uh, Macon Georgia. County that like i had trouble understanding her southern accent and then that draw she would just come up and be like i mean and this is literally the porch where jeezy like started selling crack and he like was at the stove where he made like several million dollars historical it's a historical site it should be a fucking world heritage unesco site yeah and then she's (laughs) like she's like you know putin's gay right (laughs) and she she sold me some fucking uh moonshine it was very strong hell yeah but um he he's sitting on the porch and he gifts some cell phones to Charlemagne the God, and he explains the name. Um, and it's something like it's basically it has some meaning like FUBU, like for us by us. But uh even if yeah. so it's an acronym? I don't know. I don't know. I don't all know. All right. I mean I'm not gonna speak, I'm gonna I'm not gonna speak for snow, all right? Yeah. That <laughs> is so funny. For the snowman. Jack, is there any <laughs> is there any film or t- any film worse. or TV you're fucking with? Oh, bro. TV, hundred percent. Like I've seen watching show. 
right now I'm watching the investigation on HBO. It's a uh, Danish uh, crime show. I'm on episode one. Um, <laughs> I watch that a murder. lot of TV. Like too much, you would say? Uh, yes. Okay. To what's the been the standout of the first? I ran out of shows. First two okay. months of 2021. What's been the standout? Yeah, so you've watched everything. So what's the what are the bangers that you'd recommend? <laughs> Maybe more deep cuts. Standouts. Um, for this year we watched um leftovers on hbo oh so good dude so underrated really really good uh quarantine show underrated. the first time you watched it first time oh magical awesome, experience i'd say i'm jealous it's so good so good um friday night lights another top have you yes. seen friday night lights one of the best shows of all time how many yeah. times have you seen it just once right now but you watched it all the way you my watched first like- time yeah start to finish yeah. great rewatch um, Absolutely incredible yeah, show. Classic show. Uh, that came, I was old enough to watch it when it came out, but like I saw the movie Friday Night Lights and I'm like, oh, oh whatever. completely like, different. No, yeah. And then I'm like, I don't need a show version of that. Like, booby don't lift. No, yeah. that movie. The movie, though, fucking, is fucking incredible, by the way. It's it's good, but like I don't watch sports. So like it was Buzz Bissinger, the, the guy, the author of uh, the original source material that became the movie and then the book. He, um, or excuse me, the, the was the book that became the movie and the TV show. He's addicted to Gucci. He had to go to rehab for oh my God. Uh, she, his shopping she, addiction. She, what? she, what? Trans- she, she transitioned. Tra- she's she transitioned. Wow. So that's new. I think when she was uh, Buzz Bissinger. Uh, yeah, and and a GQ did a whole profile. It was like crazy. He was dude. That he, profile was. Yeah, bonkers, and it's all the Friday night light. Okay, Friday night lights. I redact, money. My, I redact my statement about uh, Buzz Bissinger. Buzz Bissinger is trans. not. Oh trans. come on, dude! <laughs> Breaking news: Buzz Bissinger not trans. Wow. Okay. Wait. Well, anyway, sh- shout out Buzz Bissinger. Uh, anyone who has not read that, please Google it. It is insane. He spent all of the money from the books uh, on that, or the article, whatever the fuck the rights. It was a. It was a book. It was a full ass book. It's a good it book a full too. Book. Um. Yeah. Anyway, shout out Buzz Bissinger. Let's put let's put him on the mixtape cover in the fucking <laughs> oh, the Gucci God. thigh highs. He was he he looked ridiculous because he was like a a middle aged man, like a normal oh, guy, like a- dripping in like crazy exotic leathers. And shit. yeah, he's dressed like a like it's a sixty year old Italian woman. <laughs> yeah, it was like fourth generation wealth. Like yeah, the right. time they're just like indiscriminately buying Gucci. Like a countess. Yeah. yeah. He yeah, was like, looks a, like he would like be flown out to like the fashion shows. Yeah. I read. I wonder the if this feature, was like Tom Ford. This is like Tom Ford Araguchi, which they're is flying, a little, they're flying him out and just like being like, yeah, like number one, number one VIP. customer. Yeah. Not on like, like not on some level of like, you look really good in it. They're like, no, you've spent the most. You And if Tom Ford was doing Gucci, then he's famously like a big old, like mean girl type personality where like, it's about being like aesthetically pleasing and beautiful. So I wonder what he thought of this fucking schlub. Well, he never went. He never arms. went to the shows. Really, I thought that was the whole thing. They invited him to like, maybe he, it was just like the he, headquarters he would, and shit. He, so he would, he would go. Right. He'd get flown out and he'd like pack all his, his, you know, it's just Gucci suitcases full of Gucci fits, Gucci Johns. And because he was in the closet at the time, he's out now, but he was in the closet. Mm. And this was a secret addiction. And he was like, he'd get to Milan or wherever. Wait, like in in his closet in terms of fashion? But both sexually okay. and in terms of. He was of in his bag, this dude. Is secret, this is a secret <laughs> yeah. addiction. Yeah. He was in his, he was Sexu- in the bag. And sexually, he, was in the he was in his bag. And, okay. and metaphorically, he was also. So he would never go and he'd watch the shows on TV, but be in fucking dripping head to toe Gucci, but just sitting on his like hotel bed, just like, fuck, like I can't 
do this. Like I'm, I can't go the last mile. Wow. It's, it's always like, I feel like it's something else going on when you hear something <laughs> I mean, like that. It's like, yeah, I don't this think is this a has anything to do with kind Gucci. Of... It's like, <laughs> yeah, this has nothing to do with else. The, the design, the merits of design from Tom Ford. This has to do with uh, you lying to the world about who you are yeah. and maybe to yourself. Exactly. Yeah. Jack, we don't want you to lie to the world about who you are. Um, and we want you to do, you know, we obviously know that you, Brandon, yeah, but still uh, pre pandemic, during pandemic, post pandemic, you're fucking killing it. We just want to see you uh, take it to the next level, you know, personally, emotionally, spiritually, professionally. Um, we want to offer up some constructive criticism before we get into the afters with you. Take it or leave it. Uh, highly recommend you take it. Um, first up, we know that you've done a bunch of TV writing, right? With uh, Brandon's Snapchat show, with the Dylan Francis show that you mentioned, that name, like and subscribe. Um, Bro, help us write the Throwing Fits TV show. Oh, let's go. Cool. Yeah. You two are the main characters. We have two ideas, which we're not going to share here because they're actual real ideas. And uh, we're not trying to get more IP Lawrence snatched is literally, from Lawrence our is paper hands. Fucking say the ideas on Mike if, if he doesn't go into the next construction point. But yes, let's you all available? link up. Let's all link up. I'm available. Right. Sick. Write it out for us. Do you Let's, think there's potential in maybe like a, a greater idea idea of a TV show, something bigger built around Jimmy and Larry? Dude, do you believe in be. do you believe it in the be. project? I think we should go with like a we should do one of those shows where it's like they give a comedian a show where he just like kind of plays himself or herself. Right. And every like episode Dave. it's like built in. There's like hot female characters that are just like Oh, stop being so good at sex. <laughs> okay. I think we should do oh, the your Buzz Bissinger. Too big. I think we should do the Buzz Bissinger gritty reboot. Yeah. The gritty your dick is too story. big, the sitcom. Yeah, that'll be fun. Yeah. Um, That's your pitch. That I mean, listen, flattery will get you everywhere, buddy. Or it could so. be like Master of Disguise where like an entire season <laughs> is like, yeah, it's just like, it could be you guys going on dates, but instead of the food, it's like you're oh, just- Master sh- of None, Master of None. Not Dana Carvey's oh, Master, Master of Disguise. <laughs> he said- <laughs> I'm a master of disguise. Master of disguise. Fire. Yo, honestly, by the way, they had to take a break because 9 11 happened while filming Master of Disguise. Wow. Damn. And they had a moment of silence, and it was while they were filming the turtle scene. Dana Carvey was dressed <laughs> as the turtle. Wow. Where was dude. Dana Carvey on September on that t- yeah. fateful Tuesday morning, bro? Hmm, he was. He's a master of disguise. He could have slipped past TSA, which I guess didn't exist. He was then. in yeah. the turtle costume filming the turtle club scene. He was disguised no as, a, as a 747. <laughs> Not kidding. He was, he was dressed in the, t- you know, the turtle. Yes. Costume. Yeah. Of course. That's the, all people know from that movie, by the way. He if was, you even know what we're talking Dana about. Dana Carvey this had to watch 9-11. He, he watched the plane hit building number two <laughs> dressed, dressed like as a turtle. turtle. Oh my God. <laughs> 9-11 um, has, has famously halted a lot of amazing creativity. Um, the Blueprint by Jay-Z, arguably his greatest album. And, New York Fashion Week. And, and New York Fashion Week and Dana Carvey's greatest film ever. Who knew that as we approach the 20th, <laughs> as we, as we approach the 20th anniversary of 9-11, that all it will be is a footnote in the Wikipedia of Master um, of Disguise. I know. Yeah. I think Crazy. what I was trying to say was uh, Master of None, season two. <laughs> yes. It could just be you guys... Uh, you know, going on Bumble dates, but also it's like you two just in Europe shopping. Bumble. That would be and like Bumble. loosely, Bro, uh, right? Because like I think season two Raya. is like I, I believe you meant to say Raya. Oh, <laughs> I think it's Bumble. Well, it's both. Well, I think we're on the we're on the cool. Oh the, no, the I mean a master one. of none. I feel like he's like literally going on Bumble dates. Oh yeah, yeah probably. But sure. then like season two specifically, I don't. I didn't even finish it because there was so much eating. But it was like <laughs> very much the vibe where you're watching. You're like. 
pretty sure Aziz and Eric Wareheim just wanted to eat good, like and yes, cook. in Italy, Facts. <laughs> yeah. and like didn't really want to do the show that much. They're mostly thinking about eating. Yeah, and it's just like, yeah, can you just film us eating at restaurants? They split the, they split the difference, you know. Yeah, so you guys can do that with shopping. We'll just go that route, and then there are also oh, the like episodes. the lazy, yeah, the super lazy um route. Yeah, we'll go like that, that route, and then also we'll go the route where it's like. You're the creators, producers, and writers, but then there's all this stuff that's built into the plot where it's like kind of like complimenting yourself. Like there'll be mm. like you're dating this girl, but your dick's too big, and she kind of like right. is bothered by it. And you're like, oh, I don't know what to do. Like right. this is hard. my dick's too big. The sitcom, yeah, yeah, that was yeah. a great picture. Well, like, I really oh, like. I like where you're coming from, Jack. You're dripping too hard. Your drip goes too crazy. Yeah. Emrata will have like a cameo, and she'll just yeah. like want to date As you. An ex, and you're like, yeah. I don't know what to do. I'm like my crazy baby. ex. Yeah. Oh, you're really just you're describing. She's a targeted eight. individual. You're describing yeah, season eight of Entourage. That's what you're doing right now. Yeah. I'm describing a few shows. And then it's like, <laughs> of course, it comes up like you're describing the series Entourage and Entourage the movie as well. Well, not quite because Vinny Chase didn't write Entourage. Okay, right. That's like it's funnier when the star of the show also wrote it. Right. And they're mm, like a buddy of mine. So was, sorry, yeah, not yeah. A buddy of mine was the personal assistant to Doug Ellen for I believe seasons five, season six. Some amazing horror stories. When it really, the, when it the really, creator got writer good. of Entourage. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> really? I oh boy. don't want to come say back on the pod. Yeah. Yeah. Have we him, need on, him the on the pod. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, um, okay. Next piece of constructive criticism, Jack. By the way, great fucking pitches. You already have the job. Um, people will say it's nepotism, but we'll all know that it really is because oh. of your beautiful big brain. You guys do a little bit of merch, right? For yeah, but still. And it, you, you run that operation out of your garage, I believe. It's hoodies. There's a camo. We sold some hoodies, yes. Right, you sold some hoodies. Um, James and I have a full, we have a dual track fucking merch operation, an entire supply chain that can do merch. It can do Johns. It can do footwear in England. It can do fucking footwear in Italy. Like there's nothing that we cannot do when it comes to selling Johns. What do you think about a TF, yeah, but still collab? Ooh. Something for fucking, you know, both you know, this talk about Venn diagram. We fucking bring down. these forces together like Voltron and we fucking make, you know, a lot of bread. You like I'm that? Down idea? If you're serious. Yeah. Yeah, man. We can do, we can handle all the creative. Hit me, off, hit me off pod. Let's do it. Yeah. All right. Sick. Easy. Um, I mean, we're going to have input creatively. All right. So, oh, so okay. Again, you know, well, we, need to weigh in we might, bit. our taste, we might kind of, you know, right, when look, anyone look, collaborates, there's fellas. an A party and a B party. Fellas. This is our world. We can you both be A. We in. can both be A. But if we're going to talk about job oh, responsibilities and, and scope of work here, oh, uh, yeah. you know, we'll we'll do the we'll do some heavy lifting on our end. Um, Lawrence has been in the gym, as you can tell. Uh, but what we need you to do specifically, Jack, is we need you to flex that fucking muscle that I know you maybe haven't worked out in a while, and we need you to run the guerrilla viral marketing for this collaboration. Okay, let's let's figure out what it is first. Let's, let's find go. a targeted individual. Yeah. Let's rent a UPS truck and let's drive it around their block yeah. 800 times a day. Yeah, and they deliver merch to this person every day. We and then finally, when yeah. they go shoot up a school, we'll, we'll make sure that they're wearing the YBSTF merch. Wow, that's... Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we, we, we find it. We find a targeted individual and every day at the same time, we drop off another piece of a fit. And they they're basically they, they they think that they're they're being manipulated into getting off this fucking fire fit. We document the whole thing with Content. hidden cameras, and then we release an, a documentary about this to, to to commemorate the launch of the collaborative capsule. That's let me ask idea. you. I know we're like probably going overtime at this point, but let me ask you guys this. I don't know if you're gonna like this question, but 
who's the the most the most drippy evil person? Like I'm talking like mass shooter. Yeah, uh, probably the Columbine guy. Columbine guys had crazy fucking tactile gorp for sure. Um, Nazis. Yo, maybe. the Nazis had Hugo Boss. Hugo Boss, but fucking you know had the Nazis looking sharp, dude. Yeah. Um, uh, I mean Tojo. Tojo was Japanese, and all Japanese people are fucking swagged out. Uh, uh, Gaddafi, Chairman Mao. I'd say, I mean, I'd say, I hate to say, but Dylan Roof had swag. Oh, the bowl cut, the bowl cut, (laughs) and he had some good shirts. It was like a TikToker. Yeah, I mean, look at all the fucking Proud Boys with the Hawaiian shirts. I mean, that's like that's a that's camp collars on Smash. That's big loud prints. I mean, that's in baby. You know the Bugaloo Boys. Those are those are Bugaloo Boys. Whatever. Yeah, those fucking Bugaloo Boys. Not the Proud Proud Boys. Were they Fred Perry? That's even we even talked about that on Pod, right? Like. And then you have like the the neo like, like Richard Spencer in the suits. Yeah, like what's Spencer with like a good Dylan, clean cut? If you Google Dylan Roof, I mean, this is an evil person, but like he had fits. Like this is right. Yeah, like no, what? Complete bro. Just Google him. He got no. Fits he off. had fits. Like, He's right. He didn't know he was doing it. I don't think. No. He's like you. No, it's absolutely. <laughs> People say that 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 Dylan Roof is the Jack Wagner of getting fits off. That's what they say. say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, that's a um, thing that not. people say <laughs> yeah that's not constructive criticism this is though lawrence has one last oh yes okay so we're gonna figure the collab out maybe it, it famously will blow up in our faces and uh, we will become adversaries at which point we can still affect the bottom line by doing a tag team wrestling match i maybe for charity but or we could lie and say it's for charity and we just split it. But, you know, we can become adversarial if the team up, if the link, if we can't link and build, we can, um, we, can we can, yeah, we can fight and build yeah, Logan Paul style. Way. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. Just a thought. All right. Uh, that's all our constructive criticism. Um, yeah. Jack, where can the kids follow you? What do you want to plug? What's your podcast? Where can they listen to it? Plug your shit. You made it um, to the end of the only podcast that matters. Patreon.com slash. Yeah. But still to time for the, the episodes I was plugging, you know, I got to get the bag. I do think the wool and Halloween episodes selfishly, I'd say they're worth the money, but otherwise just, yeah, but still podcast, you know, we have main episodes that are free Patreon episodes. Um, and, um, I'm Versace Tamagotchi on Instagram, Jack D Wagner on Twitter. If you want to follow me, but um, you ever been to the Versace mansion? No. Where is it? Took a shit there once. Italy? It's Miami. It's in Miami. Oh, Miami. Oh, I've walked past it. Yeah. Uh, go in there, take a shit next time you're there. All right, Jack. Thank you for coming on to the only Thanks, podcast bud. that matters. Chef, slap that motherfucking outro music, baby. Yeah. Thanks for having me.
nothing less. What I get for I'm going, I just gotta be fresh. We expect the worst, but hope for the best. But you know how it is. Amen, God bless. I can't leave nine niggas owe me money. My nigga on the west side owe me by the dub. Then my partner with a few shitty old nigga too. I should've hugged my son, should've kissed my mother. Spent some time with her, show I love her. Every night she was praying for me, I was in the streets. Active little nigga, shit, I stayed in some beef. Lucha going through some real shit, and he really need me. And what about the streets? Shit, they need me too. Almost forgot that jam, shit, they all a nigga too. Oh, I look like a bear, me and Tommy B, two jeans. A USDA top and a full weight clock. Bear me a G, nothing more, nothing less. When I get where I'm going, I just gotta be more. Oh, I look like a bear, me and Tommy B, two jeans. A USDA top and a full weight clock. We interrupt this program to bring you this breaking news story. I'm Kelly Washington reporting for...